0: con. Uh, so, <laughs> so we're gonna try and obviously stray from uh, doing accents this week because absolutely, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> inappropriate all around, right? Yeah, yeah. I I'd like
1: to. I, it's a fun thing to say, but uh, can't do it without
0: doing the accent, right? Um, and we're gonna be sticking with herbs instead of herbs Herb. as well. I think, yeah. Uh,
2: Herbs, herb, is
0: uh... Herb shrimpy, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: There'll be no consistency. Uh, mm-hmm. Namor the Submariner, is it? Yep. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Imagine that's they, they're like, my name is Namor the Submariner. <laughs> like, you're like, everything I know is wrong.
1: <laughs> it's funny, because I've been reading uh silver age like the 70s late 60s submariner comic and they make fun of uh, random civilians calling him the submariner (laughs) 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 Uh, yeah yeah
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Cree and Skrull of all ages, welcome to MCU Beyond Infinity, a show where fellow like-minded Marvelites have assembled to discuss, review, theorize, and wax intellectual over any and all things related to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. My name is John, and I'm thrilled to be joined by my co-host and fellow colonizer, Travis, to break down the 30th film in the MCU, and perhaps its most anticipated installment to date, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Making a sequel to a cultural sensation is a challenge to begin with, but the task facing Black Panther colon Wakanda Forever, the follow-up to Ryan Coogler's 2018 hit Black Panther, is light years more daunting than just that. It has to build upon its critically acclaimed forebearer and fit within the growingly unwieldy continuity of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, all without the commanding presence of Black Panther star Chadwick Boseman, who passed away tragically in 2020. On top of all of this, it has to function as a worthy memorial, both in the confines of the film itself allowing for characters to grieve the passing of their King T'Challa and in the real world, giving viewers the space to grapple with Bozeman's absence. Luckily, Marvel Studios has a filmmaker like Ryan Coogler at the helm, and he was capable of crafting an entertaining and unpredictable blockbuster film that throws many emotional challenges at both the protagonists and antagonists, such as Self-Doubt, anguish, rage, and especially grief and mourning. Now, Travis, this is kind of a big question, and we'll obviously get a bit more nuanced with our answers once we start really breaking down the movie. But do you think Wakanda Forever was successful? Like, as a sequel to the first, as the 30th movie in the largest film franchise in history, and especially, really... Serving as a tribute to the late Chaswick Boseman, who, like, the passing, his passing and presence is felt kind of in every single choice made throughout this entire production. Do you think it succeeded at the many things that it had to do?
1: I think they made the absolute best of a bad situation. I like this movie a lot. Uh, The spoilers for the end of the episode review or whatever but yeah yeah this, is, yeah. this has been my favorite film of the phase uh the most ambitious the one that felt most like a uh a prestige film <laughs> 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 uh, like a dark night or something of that quality you know, like, yes, uh, yes. you know less popcorny there's plenty of that in here but it's yeah i it-
2: the
0: first one kind of did the same thing where it teetered the line of being Mm -hmm. a popcorn bring your friends bring your family to the movies and have a good time turn your brain off while also being a cultural sensation that teeters on the line of being a prestige film Mm -hmm. and also the at that point it was like the 18th installment of the Marvel Cinematic (laughs) Universe now it's literally the 30th Juggling that line is crazy and really difficult to do in Marvel.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're they're approaching like Godzilla numbers, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's a fun movie. Uh, I like how serious it is for most of it. I, I, there is humor in it, but most of it barely registers uh, for me, and that kind of works in its favor because I, I didn't really want it a very jokey movie in this.
0: mm Hmm. I think where this film and I don't want to say it fails because it doesn't fail at what it's doing. I think where this film feels the most awkward is when it's trying to also be a part of the Marvel franchise. Um, it does do a really good job juggling something that's like nigh impossible, which is the human that you cast in the role of the titular character the Black Panther had tragically passed away after years of um like concealing his illness to Mm -hmm. the public right they weren't expecting to have to make a Black Panther 2 without the guy who plays the Black Panther but those were the situation that's the situation they found themselves in so to succeed at making something that not only pays tribute to this person, his actual passing, but Mm -hmm. also is a sequel that fit in line and in tone with the first Black Panther movie. This does an amazing job at that. And I think this is, it's, it's taken uh, three minutes for me to uh, finally bring up what I've been dancing around since I started this. I try to think of like other franchises that have had to deal with something similar um oh, yeah. and did it with the class my precious fast and the furious uh franchise halfway through filming the seventh installment which is nowhere near the 30th but um you know paul walker passed away while filming that movie and they had to rewrite the entire production halfway through making that movie with how is this now going to function not only without mm-hmm. our hero but also as a tribute to his character, mm-hmm. um, and I gotta say, while I love Furious Seven, there is some janky CGI Paul Walker's ghost uh, uh, walking about in that movie.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm so happy there was no CGI Chadwick Boseman in this movie.
1: Oh, I know. Uh, I mean, and there's even a point where they could have went that route, and I'm yeah, definitely glad they didn't. Like maybe thirty down the thirty years down the line. Whenever he ran off Tarkin's age, it'll be a little bit more acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but not, not so soon. Uh,
0: and I had heard rumors before this movie came out that it was going to start because obviously, like, how are they going to address T'Challa yeah. dying well, in Universe? I and definitely
1: they're... overthought that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was just like me and most of the people I don't to kind of overthought. Well, how are they going to explain? Is he going to die in battle, like in the mm-hmm. suit or something? And yep, but like, no, he was secretly ill. That's.
0: Do you think that that is the best course that they could have gone with?
1: Uh yeah, probably. Like
2: same, same. Yeah, yeah.
1: As uh and another action bit. Just it would have been cool, but not really. Uh. I don't know. You're puppeteering someone that's not
0: there.
1: Uh, And even if they don't speak or anything, it's still odd. Uh, It's still
0: kind of weird. It's like having a CGI ghost of the mm -hmm. character running around and dying in battle would have been less effective than the way that they did it in this movie. Like,
1: Mm -hmm. well, it's much more grounded here with someone. Sometimes people die suddenly of illness. That is something that happens.
0: Yeah. Uh, and also the kind of like thematic uh, layup that this, that that whole thing sets up for Shiri's character arc to kind of slam dunk towards the end where yeah. sometimes we're powerless to certain things. Like no matter how smart you are, or yeah, how yeah. strong you are, nothing can stop the inevitable, you know, like nothing can cure cancer. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, it's, I mean, we've, complained about Zack Schneider not doing this correctly during Man of Steel where Pa Kent dies in a (laughs) way that Superman totally could have completely he could have flown in really quick and no one would have saw him as opposed to how the Donner movie did it where Pa Kent had a heart attack because there are some things even you
1: can do about a heart attack
0: Uh, even Superman can't stop you know an illness you know what i mean and um the cold open of this movie where shuri is desperately trying to yes. figure out a cure well, for then, her and, brother
1: yep and pleading with bask and their uh, oh, yeah. goddess
0: uh, it opens on a prayer right
1: yes yeah she's just pleading with God as people sometimes do whenever something like this happens uh I also want to mention the working on a synthetic heart shape herb thing. That's something that was in uh, the Wakanda Files, a little book they released uh, like a couple of years back. Which
2: sure.
1: I never expected to get any uh, to have any link to the actual movies, or so that's like a, a supplemental thing. that's just fun to read through, and they're probably not gonna do anything with this, but they kind of did.
0: Kind of did. And so like make, first off the Wakanda files was like, um,
1: it's like Shuri's diary.
0: Shuri's diary. That's like the Wakandan dossier on like them spying on the rest of the world pretty yes. much. And all these superheroes and things along those lines. And like you said, like there is, uh, some bits in there where Shuri's trying to work on the heart shaped herb and synthesizing a new one after Killmonger destroyed it all to make it even kind of crazier. Travis, there's a line in there that I found today where she's like, maybe my brother will let me finally take some of his blood work. He's been kind of resistant to the idea. And
2: Aye.
0: you can kind of secretly retcon in, like, that's because mm-hmm. he knew he was sick and he didn't want anybody to know yeah, yeah. into this little supplementary material that, like, really didn't matter at the time of its release that worked its way into the continuity of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's kind of funny
1: because that bit of supplemental material kind of got a little bit of attention at the time that it came out. So, mm-hmm. uh, I I'm, I have a friend of mine that talked about it. <laughs> so, it's Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: my mother bought it for me as a birthday present and it's pretty cool because it has kimono beads that act as like a uh little lock for it oh okay. it's oh it very nice little packaging for the wakandan files a <laughs> children's book i'd kind of recommend if you're an mcu person um the uh sequence where Shuri is like in her lab and she like tells everyone like, get out of here. I got to do this by myself. And she's trying to synthesize the heart shaped herb for her brother who we don't see, you know, you don't see like Bozeman under a lab table or something like that. Um, Kugler is a very exacting and precise filmmaker. And there's a lot of choices from sound design to camera tricks to just what the camera is being held on throughout this movie that I'm going to probably bring up Um, Mm -hmm. a lot of that in the first film, like when Killmonger takes the throne, there's that kind of famous, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, It's it's really disorienting. And that's a very disorienting feeling um, while watching it. It's supposed to mirror how the people in that room are feeling like their world Mm -hmm. is being turned upside down he's a very exacting filmmaker who does things very purposefully. And I noted it mentally during the first watch of this, that's a movie I've now seen three times in the past 48 hours. Um, But it's all handheld and it's like a single take. It's that famous kind of he shot it in a documentarian style kind of thing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But he did. And the handheld kind of shaky camness of it all, and the person just kind of following her around and it being the single take, like really made this scene feel tense and awkward and exacting and sad the way it should. Um and also. She's yelling to her AI, which I realize is voiced by Trevor Noah from I the. I didn't know camp. that in the
1: first movie. I I kind of forgotten anything about the AI in the first movie. Same. I, I don't quite like AI, but
0: I don't know how to pronounce its name, so I'm just gonna keep calling riot,
1: it. Uh, uh, uh I know how it's spelled. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: know yeah, yeah. how it's spelled. Yeah. 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 It
1: makes me think of the symbiote whose its name is
0: Riot. And oh, that's true.
1: Yeah. I assume it's not the same guy.
0: May or may not have made an appearance at the end of uh, Venom Let There Be Carnage, right? Didn't the oh, cop yeah, doesn't the yeah, cop yeah. turn into Riot or yeah,
1: something? I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, mm-hmm. Spoilers.
0: Spoilers for Venom Let There Be Carnage, the uh the movie event of the year, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um but um I timed it today. It's over 90 seconds. The first one take of her going around saying, uh, what's my brother's heart rate and all of that. And it ends on uh queen Ramonda played by Angela Bassett, who I'll get to in a minute. It's kind of, I kind of want to ask you, who do you think won the movie at the end here? And there's well, a lot.
1: You do spoiled spoiled it. It was her kind of.
0: <laughs> I got a couple of people who won this movie.
1: You know what I mean?
0: Uh, but she's, she's one of them. Cause Angela Bassett is every scene she's in, she's putting on a clinic.
1: <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. She's- the only <laughs> downside is that some of her best lines were in the trailer. And that's the,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The, I'm the queen of the most powerful nation in the world that
1: yeah, yeah. lost everything. What more should I give?
0: Uh, it's pretty intense. Yeah. Um, but her kind of solemnly, um, coming up. And, and walking into the lab and doesn't announce that T'Challa's died, but Shuri with the, like, what's my brother's heart rate? And then it just, you know, going right to the funeral sequence
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then the funeral sequence, um, being so elaborate and gorgeous, like more of a celebration than a mourning thing. You know, everyone is dressed in white, uh, The scene is absolutely gorgeous. A lot of. Costume
1: design throughout this movie is great. This
0: scene, yeah, yeah. All of it. All of it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a good point. Talk about the costume design. We were talking about it before we went on the air. Uh, Ruth Carter, who did the costume design on this, uh, she also did the costume design on the first Black Panther and won an Academy Award for that, which is well deserved, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, kind of the unsung hero, kind of a who well, won this movie, you know?
1: Yeah, she, in the first movie too, she makes characters that don't really have uh, unique superhero costumes that or what we would typically think of as that, really nice looking clothing. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's quite a few in this movie. Uh,
0: and it feels so culturally rich and lived mm-hmm. in. And purposeful again, a word I keep using a lot. Um, but all of these traditions for this fictional nation feel so real throughout this entire thing, you know. Um, also again to Kugler's camera work. Um, he uses handhelds for all the close-ups on the main characters, like yeah. for the few the pallbearers, and they're all like crying and in tears, and obviously like doing mental somersaults, mm-hmm. but then these steady slow motion tracking shots of the bystanders at the funeral, like during the rejoiceful procession, you know? Yeah, yeah. And the shot we've seen it like a million times, uh, from the trailers of the Chadwick Boseman mural and the two drummers.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Like shot doesn't get old despite <laughs> having seen it. A I should times.
1: watch the trailer after watching the movie again today. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. 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 Uh,
0: one of the better cut trailers in a very long time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Very long time. Um, One of those drummers too from that shot is someone who works as like the musical, one of the musical coordinators for okay. the movie. Yeah. And apparently while a lot of these actors and actresses were doing like fight choreography and stunt training, mm-hmm. they would invite him to the, um to the training sessions to, to get like the
1: rhythm of a fight scene down.
0: Yeah man I heard Wesley
1: Snipes talk about this on one of the blade commentaries where he mm. comes off like a crazy person <laughs> because he is in fact a crazy person. But in uh he, he made good movies at that time. So
0: Wesley Snipes <laughs> is so athletic and every time I see like an old Wesley movie from like the 90s mm-hmm. He's such a believable action star because he's so athletic. He makes it feel like, oh, this guy's really kicking fucking ass here. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, He's also in a movie that's like one of my favorites from back in the day. The white man can't jump. Yeah. Yeah. And the way he plays basketball in that like feels kind of so real too. You know what I mean? Um, I like that movie. I, I like that movie. I've too. Seen it, but
1: yeah.
0: We should do an episode on white man can't jump. <laughs> Do a comic book the sequel to it like white man can't jump uh order in the court maybe <laughs> like a basketball court? Uh that sounds
1: like a uh my cousin Vinny sequel as well or
0: something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Justice in the paint. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> white man can 3, can't jump 3 hard in the paint. Um <laughs> um I hate to say this but there's a point during T'Challa's funeral where a spaceship comes down. Yeah, yeah.
1: I I was going to mention the UFO. They kind of go all in on the beam me up thing in with these spaceships. They're they're round, so I assume in the Marvel universe, anytime you someone's seen a UFO, it's probably just the contents. Yeah, I, I don't they, I don't know. Not to be disrespectful for the dead or anything. I don't know where they took uh, T'Challa's casket. The, it goes up on the ship and then they fly away and then it cuts away from the funeral and uh, in the comics there's like the necropolis and mm-hmm. the spaceships made me think of the intergalactic empire of Wakanda so,
0: uh, yeah yeah
1: I mean with them expanding Wakanda and stuff uh, within the movies like making them a full-on intergalactic empire would be pretty fucking cool especially as we enter the cosmic end of things
0: when they did that in the comics, I thought it was so fucking cool because there's like, I mean, it's in like a lot of like Afro futuristic Mm -hmm. stories, but there is the public enemy album, the fear of the black planet, you know what (laughs) I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what it like felt like to me. Like what's scarier to like your regular, degular cornbread right wing Americans than like a giant, planet sized civilization of like advanced African armies, like who could destroy you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um I kept doing, I did it last night when I saw the movie and on opening night to the people who sat next to me, bad Foley effects while spaceships were around. And like when it sucked them up in my head, I kept going like,
2: boop, 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 boop,
0: boop, boop, you know what I mean? And the person yeah, sitting yeah. next to me each night was like, <laughs> like they heard me doing it. Like, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> totally ruined the vibe of the uh, very of serious picture that's yeah, going yeah. on here. um It was just but a, this,
1: an odd choice. I, I don't hate it. I am just, I was, I know did it. It was silly. It was, a bit, a bit.
0: And w- did they bring, did they dump his body in outer space? Is that what we're supposed to assume?
1: That's what I kind of wondered. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, like in the comics, the child becomes the king of the dead at one point, while Shuri is the queen. Yes. And the Black Panther. And uh, in some ways, this movie reminds me of uh, the early parts of Genesee Goat's uh, run where Shuri is dead, and they don't go all in on certain things or whatever. It's just like parallels, not... Yeah.
0: A lot of light parallels visually to that run, too, that we'll get into a little later, oh, right? like yeah. the Midnight Angels armor and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know, that was all from those, those early. like a
1: direct pull. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. We'll get to it, but keep in the back of your head, the Midnight Angels armor kind of look like Mortal Kombat character
1: to me. That's <laughs> what they look like in the comics. It's... I know. They look they, like a yeah, one-to-one adaptation of those. Like, yeah. They look very silly. I like them a lot.
0: But I could see Cabal and Cyrax like <laughs> fighting.
1: Yep. You're, <laughs> fighting not wrong. Those. You're not wrong.
0: The uh Marvel Studios title card with just the sound of wind and all pictures of Bozeman where we would normally get all of our MCU heroes. It being very quiet and very mm-hmm. solemn and purple. Um this is your uh your moment where you're like, no, we're in a classy movie right now. Yeah.
1: yeah. I was just now imagining what he stripes it, right? If he was doing like an MCU movie, how it would be something similar just with shots of him. Yeah, and- yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he hasn't earned it yet. Mania and like the Night Talkers are in the movie, but no, it's just all him yeah. ever, ever again
0: uh it, it's shots of him in like uh murder at 1600 and stuff like that yeah it, yeah, it's yeah. not even not like
1: even parts of the movie yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah 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 it's uh all behind the scenes stuff from uh <laughs> him working with del toro <laughs> white
1: man can't jump again yeah yeah,
0: yeah white man can't jump the fan maybe that mm-hmm. was one that i used to really like where he played the uh the baseball player do you yeah, know yeah. about
1: that i do i do yeah
0: Nice little thriller where De Niro had a good run of playing uh, creepy bad guys at mm-hmm. that point in time. That's like,
1: uh, like a an obsessed fan, right?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and De Niro was the bad guy in that who was mm-hmm. obsessed with Wesley Snipes. But De Niro had made Cape Fear the year prior. Uh, when's the last time you saw Scorsese's Cape Fear remake?
1: Oh, I saw that last year, I think.
0: De Niro is a monster in that movie. He is fucking crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a pro wrestler, a short-lived one named Waylon Mercy. It was based a little bit on that. And then later on, Bray Wyatt, who's currently in the company, based his character on Waylon Mercy a bit. So uh, three degrees of separation there.
0: Yeah, but like basing your character on like this redeemed pedophile who like did a <laughs> lot of book learning while he was in the joint is kind of gross.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think. Uh, well, I don't know. Who knows what wrestlers get into on their off time? But <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that actually probably checks out completely.
0: Yeah, next uh, season on Dark Side of the Ring, you find out.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, they already did that episode. But Drake uh, Roberts. Uh, oh, father. they did. They did. Yeah, they yeah, it's a real dark one. Oh.
0: Yeah, they're all pretty fucking dark, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the next sequence at the United Nations where... (laughs) Dude, the first movie ended with Wakanda opening up its borders to the entire world. And this movie starts with them dealing on those consequences.
1: Yeah, yeah. With the nature of uh, other countries trying to prey on uh, the kindness of the Wakandans.
0: And... Being mad that they're not sharing the stuff that's theirs, essentially. They they want
1: the military power stuff, yeah.
0: They want the tech, they want the vibranium, and they're making Wakanda look like the enemies because they're not willing to share it. Do you think
1: they're going to show a different version of this movie in France, where they don't (laughs) so directly call out France as being the bad guys? I just... The way Queen Ramonda is just leering at the the Fran- French ambassador was fucking hilarious. Uh, it
0: is amazing, and the French ambassador looks terrified of this. Yeah, yeah, she's talking
1: about how she—they just want to be in on things, and they don't have any evil intent. And turns out they do because there's this outreach center.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ramonda's little beginning of her speech—that's the simple explanation for not wanting to share vibranium and the tech is that Mm -hmm. these people aren't ready. This kind of reminds me of some Star Trek shit where like the Vulcans do work with the Federation, but the Vulcans have all this advanced stuff and they like, (laughs) don't give it to earth because like the people of earth.
1: Basically savages.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like get your shit together before we start sharing with you, like how we read other people's minds. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, also, we should note that um, famed West Wing actor Richard Schiff is uh, the new acting Secretary of State for the United States, um, a role previously head, headed by uh, Thunderbolt Ross, William Hurt's Thunderbolt Ross. Oh, okay. So, you yeah. might have
1: to wonder where Thunderbolt's at now,
0: right? Yep, yep. This is uh, me sprinkling some breadcrumbs to mm. full circling where I think he is <laughs> by the end of this. Yeah. Um, you kind of mentioned that those UN scenes are intercut with clips of a Wakandan outreach post being uh, robbed at gunpoint by some like military officers for their vibranium. And these military officers get totally fucked up by the Dora Milaje who are pretending to be scientists here. It's
1: yeah. Awful. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been nice to be Rock here if he was still alive. Granted, he was not French because they told us, but, uh, Close enough,
0: right? Wait, 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 wait. When did they explain that Batroc the Leaper was not a Frenchman? In- they,
1: they specifically uh, specified that he's Algerian. Uh, I forget which movie or TV show uh, mentioned it, but yes, because someone referred to him as French. But
0: uh. is it because he sounds like a frog? A human frog? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's doing a horrible stereotype of his actual accent. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. What's
0: it? Who's the actor that plays him? George
1: St Pierre, the, the MMA uh, yeah, yeah. legend. Yeah,
0: Mr. St Pierre. Can you do this more like in an Algerian accent? And he's just like, hon, hon, hon. like the whole time he's just honking, and they're like, whatever. <laughs> this is what you're gonna do now. I need to go
1: back and watch some uh, interviews with him to see if that's what he actually talks like.
0: I. Uh, that's all I hear when uh, I when I uh, hear Yeah, him. yeah,
1: it's fair. It's fair. Uh, they even give him a mustache t- on top of it. You know.
0: <laughs> Have you ever did you ever watch the Simpsons episode where they're like in the French class and uh they're all laughing at something and the teacher's like, Now, 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 children en francais, and they all start saying like, like they're just (laughs) laughing like kids? No, I'm not, that's not a good bit. I don't
1: watch a lot of Simpsons or any in the last decade,
0: hardly, but that's what the Simpsons are good for, those little throwaway bits, you know what I mean? That's what's most remembered, at least in my eyes. Mm -hmm. Um. Ryan Coogler, underrated action director, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's a a lot of cuts in the action here, but it's all don't lose the action. Uh, I was not confused about where things were. Uh, what was hitting what? Uh, got a good look at the electro knives that are able to cut through still, but don't stab uh, organic matter, I guess. They just electrocute it.
0: <laughs> Maybe there's like a little button on the side. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, they don't even look like physical objects. They, uh, I, and she has earrings to match, which I thought was interesting.
0: Uh, I, took, I mean, good choice. You know, you don't want to like go out not color-coordinated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to accessorize. Yeah, so yeah. Maybe they have little electrical bombs, those earrings. Uh, I too. thought they
1: were shriegens. like something like that, where she could take them off and throw them at people also.
0: Yeah. I, again, a lot of cuts, which is like, an american action movie thing that's yeah, very do. typical yeah, yeah yeah one thing Kugler does do very well is he cuts from being really close to the action to being kind of far back in like mm-hmm. a mid shot so you do get a good glimpse of where everything is happening uh space-wise and he allows the camera to move with the action so like if a character is like swinging on a spear mounted in the ground and ending up on the other side of the room, the camera is like moving with whatever the impact Mm -hmm. is, is being shown, Um, makes it really effective. Like later on in the movie, there's like a part where one of the blue boys like puts a spear in the ground and like slams uh, (laughs) a character into it. And yes,
1: yes. Yeah. And you just, it's the shoulder. It's, it's, Visceral Dude,
0: it, it it rules and but like you see the camera like wishes like zoom pan mm-hmm. to her hitting the spear and then follows her down to the ground and it just makes it feel like so frantic and quick. Mm-hmm. Um and I think he's an underrated action director. Again, like I think I've said this on the podcast before, but the first time I saw Creed, I remember thinking the way they're doing the in ring boxing stuff in this movie is so different than the way all the other Rocky movies have done it. And there was like an actual genre of films that were like boxing movies back in the day. Yeah. It might be the world's most cinematically translated sport. Like there might be more boxing movies than any other kind of sport movies like boxing and baseball. Really? Oh yeah. Um, so, for something to be wholly unique to showing that on screen is a difficult thing. And Cooper was capable of doing that.
1: I have to mention Tokyo Fist, which is also a boxing movie, but it is uh, borderline body horror, also. And uh, oh, wow. Wow. the director of Tetzel uh, of the Iron Man, worth checking out. It's fucking bizarre <laughs> in the best of ways. I did that movie a lot.
0: We should make a sequel called Tokyo Fist of the North Star.
1: (laughs) It would work. It would work. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That would be fun. Um, The way he did the boxing, by the way, in Creed was like getting a steady cam operator inside of the ring and just doing these big long tracking shots of the steady cam guy circling the ring and circling the two fighters mm-hmm. everywhere they went. And the camera leaning down if they were put up against the ropes, leaning back when they're off the ropes, which was cool. It's something that the new Rocky installments have done really well since like Rocky Balboa. Like Rocky Balboa was shot with um the the boxing match looked like it was like being shown on like Showtime or pay-per-view. Uh, which I thought was kind of interesting Like oh yeah like show it like you would be Watching it on TV I thought that was kind of cool Um, There was an ad for Creed 3 Outside the theater I went in On Thursday night like a giant Cardboard cutout of mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan With no shirt on like slumping over And in my head I'm just Thinking like I wonder where this thing's gonna End up in like five years this ten foot Tall Michael oh, B. Yeah. Jordan Cardboard cutout and How can it end up in my my be yeah 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 exactly how could this end up you know, in my possession yes yes yeah yeah like I gotta start asking theaters like can I take this home when you're done with it you know what I mean mm-hmm. that would be really fun it's like why do you want this giant Gilgado cutout it's like uh no no reason Personal reasons, Personal yes no reasons why do you want this fifteen foot tall Audrey Plaza thing? Uh no reason <laughs> <laughs> um Ramonda's speech fucking rules her like, even though the Black Panther is gone, uh, we will still fight, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. I know what you say. The king is dead. They have no pre- to strike. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. We also promised no accents, and now I'm fucking doing them.
1: <laughs> it's hard not to do. I, uh... Yeah.
0: Um. Another who won this movie. Uh. Kind of more granular on Angela Bassett. Her shoulder muscles um mm-hmm. are incredible like she looks amazing right
1: yeah 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 yeah. throughout the movie uh she looks better at i when she's 60 now something at least yeah yeah she looks better at 60 than i have ever in life so yes <laughs> <laughs> i think that's that's fair that's fair uh, that's
0: fair and i would agree and with that like,
1: before this movie came out and we were speculating about who was going to be the next Black Panther. Like if they had done Angela Bassett, I wouldn't have been upset. Ladies.
0: I wouldn't have thought anything of it if they're just like, yep, it was that lady in the suit. I'd be like, yeah, she'd fit in that suit. You know they, what I mean? She has
1: the serum.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, she looks fucking great. And she does put on a clinic in this movie in terms mm-hmm. of acting. Bassett's never won an Oscar. Um
1: well, that's an indictment of the Oscars.
0: Yeah. And she's had some like real, real meaty roles. Like waiting to exhale, like meaty roll. You know what I mean? Even like Stella got her groove back, meaty roll. Like these are like meaty boys in the hood. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like real meaty roles. And this is an Oscars that's kind of light. And a lot of people are saying, like, what if this is the year where populist films infiltrate the oscars in a way that they hadn't in a long time
1: instead of the the popular movies category that they uh
0: yes yeah yeah best blockbuster film category oh most
1: crowd-pleasing moment yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. i i almost had a really inappropriate joke you know what i mean they have like brett ratner come out and like give it to god Yeah, yeah yeah um but with the release of Top Gun Maverick, The Northmen, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, and the upcoming Avatar The Way of Water, there mm-hmm. is a lot of talk around is Top Gun Maverick going to win Best Cinematography? Like, could The Northmen or Avatar win Best Picture? Because these are 100 to $200 million movies that...
1: I would love for uh, for uh, the Northmen to win. That's a fucking great movie. It's got enough of the art house sensibilities to go along with a Conan movie, pretty for-
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like a John Milius movie made in twenty 2020, twenty or twenty twenty two. You know what I mean? But this kind of stuff has been like poo pooed upon by the Oscars for like a long time. Like, even granted. Black Panther was nominated for best picture. That kind of just felt like, uh,
1: well, it came after the year where they were, what was the Oscar? So white, I think, right. Where they were
0: the year after they accidentally said Lava Land when moonlight actually won. Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it may have been one year after that then, but yeah, they were trying to not appear racist. I don't Mm -hmm. imagine many of them actually saw Black Panther, uh, they're not required to watch all the movies,
0: correct? <laughs> I don't think so. I think they can say they did, but still yeah. Yeah, write yeah, in yeah. about it. No They're one's sitting in their room watching them. them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But this year, I, I do think, like, Top Gun Maverick has an okay shot against Tar or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I mean, time will tell, but I think Angela Bassett might end up in like the best supporting nominee category for this movie and mm-hmm. deservedly. So, um, so she calls out the UN on their bullshit and brings the, the, the mercenaries, the, mercenary the, the, really from- yeah, the French, the frogs in and, and like, is like, listen, fuck with mine and, and you'll get yours. You know what I mean? And dips out. Um, is this international table setting international, like disagreements with the United nations and Wakanda. Is this all table setting for black Panther three, this uh, black Panther Wakanda forever fucking Disney plus show, maybe the thunderbolts, maybe new world order. Do you think this is table setting for future installments? Uh, Just a
1: little bit, just a lot to step in this movie is, but not in a, an egregious way, I, I don't think. Uh, there are some egregious bits, but not this part. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't want to be too racist, but I think there are, are too too many white people in this movie.
0: <laughs> I agree.
1: Yeah, and it's not these ones. It just kind of worked well enough where mm-hmm. it's kind of telling people to fuck off quit trying to be predatory assholes. Yeah, fuck really around and nice find people. out kind of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I guess we'll get into the table setting and how I and you think it's setting up either Black Panther three or a TV show with Thunderbolts or whatever. Once we get more breadcrumbs sprinkled, I just kind of wanted to put the idea out there so we don't forget to talk about it later. Um. In what might be my favorite sequence in this movie, we then are shown a mining outpost in the Atlantic Ocean where Americans are mining the ocean using, like, a vibranium detector mm-hmm. because uh, vibranium doesn't pop off
2: uh, with a normal, uh, with a normal uh, metal detector. Yeah.
0: This um, mining post is being led by a uh, CIA operative played by Lake Bell who voiced... Um, black widow in the what if series mm-hmm. and they suddenly come under attack by fish people and this sequence <laughs> plays out like a fucking nightmare fueled horror movie for a couple yes. minutes man yeah
1: yeah i i dug it the the siren song that's cool that is a thing in the comics too but um, is it yeah yeah it's not i had to look it up myself because I, I wondered because i hadn't seen that in any submariner comics it is a thing with the uh
0: uh, homo mermanus uh, species <laughs> i was just gonna pop up uh the homo uh mermanus notes yeah, that i yeah. have here uh a fictional race of guild aquatic humanoids appearing in uh marvel comics uh best known as the inhabitants of atlantis uh namor being the most notable character representative of the race the fact that they literally just took the word mermaid and made it sound like something scientific. Well, it was like
1: homo superior of the mutants. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it.
0: I get it. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very fucking <laughs> funny. Yes. 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 It's very fucking funny. Um, the sequence where there's like two divers checking out the drill bit and making sure everything's okay. It's
1: actually right out of Marvel comics. Number one. Is it? Yes, the two divers uh, being destroyed by our our aquatic uh, anti-hero. Indeed, indeed.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, I um, the reason for why they're taken out is different, of course. But the basics, yeah.
0: The way they're portrayed as being taken out, where we're seeing their heart rates being monitored... Um, on the mining outpost by the two scientists, mm-hmm. and then the screen cutting out and just being like signal lost. <laughs>
1: or awesome. The, the giant jellyfish glowing and it's eerie, and jellyfish are frightening.
0: Jellyfish are the worst. I have had some gnarly encounters with jellyfish where I had lost a bunch of weight many years ago before putting it on double and some Mm -hmm. um (laughs) i had been too cheap to buy a new wetsuit and as a surfer on long island some of the only good surf that we get is at certain times of the year certain times of the day where the water's a little cold so we got to wear our wetsuits my wetsuit was a little loose i had a jellyfish somehow get inside of it and I thought I was going to die for a couple minutes. minutes um, and didn't know what was <laughs> wrong bet. with me. Yeah. No clue. What was wrong with me? Totally freaking out. Like thought I got bit by something run off the beach. I'm like, what's happening. Then I like get stripped naked and um, start throwing out money to random bystanders to pee on me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it all worked out in the end. Um, you mentioned the siren song. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. The call of the sea, some would call it, uh, where this music would be heard, and it was the the merman's uh, like chanting, and it was luring all the sailors. It was mostly the
1: the mermaids. It was
0: yes yes the maidens the maidens. uh, Some would say, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I miss. And I was talking about yesterday, the days of lads and lasses, just talking about Maidens. Uh, <laughs> and I think one of the things that Marvel doesn't have on DC Comics is that uh, they don't have lads and lasses the way DC does. Yeah, knows. yeah,
1: DC. Yeah, um, well, I mentioned that to you before, isn't it? You have. It seems like DC has way more lads than lasses characters. Lightning lads, matter eater Lad, stuff
0: like yeah. that. <laughs> Even Lad, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like,
1: yeah, yeah. They yeah. just don't go with that... Uh, that naming scheme in Marvel very often. There's a few, but I can't rethink really of uh, Iron Lad, I guess. right.
0: Iron Lad, yeah, that's the one I could think of. Maybe he'll appear in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Well,
1: because he was such a big part of Young Avengers for the, the one or two issues he was actually in. That people...
0: Yes, before he like portrayed <laughs> the team and wasn't on the team anymore. Well, but yeah, people he just went away.
1: Like... He just went away. Yep. He got negotiated he's a... off the team by a king. <laughs>
0: By the editorial who's like, I don't want to write Iron anymore, anyway,
1: probably. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what was going on there, but it was just weird. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: not the good Young Avengers. Not the, the great Young Avengers. The
0: great Young Avengers by Jamie McKelvey and Kieran good, Gillen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the nope. We get our first glimpse of the... I- Atlanteans, or Talokanians, whatever they're called in We're,
1: here. I'm probably going to keep fucking that up, because I have a hard time with Talacon,
0: uh I'm going to call it Talocon and not Atlantis, but I'm going to call these people Atlanteans for the rest of the episode, <laughs> because it's yes. hard. Or Blue Boys, uh, which is the other thing that I'll I was calling.
1: I'll call them calling. by their their uh, government name of Atuma uh, and Namora, which...
0: Y- we get a glimpse of both of them here. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. Atuma uh, is the one with the hammerhead shark uh, skull, as a hat,
0: he's uh, the big blue boy,
1: yes, yeah, the main, the main guy, yeah. Yeah. And then,
0: the heavy, the heavy,
1: yeah, yeah. Namor is the female, the uh, the lady, the,
0: the lady lass. one, the last, yes. yes, yes. One's the lad, and one's the lass. I bet um, lass
1: is probably uh, sexist. I would say, settle down <laughs> it, there, it sounds, lass. it sounds worse than. Uh, female even, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just some random guy. <laughs>
0: aye, lasty, I. Yeah. Um yeah.
1: But yeah, uh Namor and Atuma are both characters in the comics. Kind of different roles. Uh Atuma is like a barbarian. Uh that tries to take Namor's throne. I imagine we may see that down the line.
0: Atuma in the Hut, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Not my favorite Namor villain, but uh and then yeah. Namor is Largely like a golden age uh character. That's Nameworth
0: cousin, right?
1: Yeah, eventually. At first they, they had like a, a romantic inclinations teasing that a bit before mm-hmm. they had settled on no, that's his cousin. He can't fuck her. It's- yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. But is it his second cousin? Because in some uh, parts of the world that's not too frowned upon. Yeah, okay.
1: yeah, oh. yeah. I I'm not sure on that. I'm not sure on that. Uh but yeah. Yeah, so anyone that cares about uh Namora and any race swapping or anything is probably about 80 years old.
0: <laughs> also, like Atuma in the comics is a rival of mm-hmm. Namor's. So when I saw this character in the movie, the first thing I thought was, like, that's not Atuma, you know? <laughs>
1: There's a long way to go for that joke. I, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm climbing up isn't. a real
0: yeah, short hill here, man.
1: I didn't see you just set up coming, though. Alright, cool. Yeah. cool. Yeah, it, worked. it worked.
0: Perfect, um, I just thought of it. Um, <laughs> the last remaining survivors, this uh, Lake Bell character who's definitely an actress that they made seem like was going to be something. They even gave her like kind of personality quirks with like her little she coffee like stuff. She's a bigger deal than she
1: is in this movie. Because yeah. she is
0: dispatched very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, they get on a helicopter and it is struck down by some unknown flying force that ends up being Namor. And we don't get our first real good glimpse of him, no, but we he's do basically get
1: a new sidebot here uh, being a pure shadow.
0: Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Uh, but the shot of him, like throwing the fucking helicopter and mm-hmm. the, and him just like floating above the water. Ludwig Gersten comes back. I hope I'm saying this guy's name right to do the score here. Goranson. Yes. That is like our guy now on this show, right? (laughs) Like at this point. Yeah,
1: just about, just about. Yeah. I can't tell you another uh, composer that we talk about more. He's doing all the cool shit at the moment. Star Wars, Marvel. Yes.
0: And he feels like the young version of like Hans Zimmer, like his career path, kind of. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, did you see Tenet by the way? Have you seen that movie?
1: No, no, I have not.
0: Holy shit, it's a score good for that movie. Mm-hmm. And Zimmer turned down Tenet, um, you know, after previously working with Christopher Nolan for so long on like everything that he'd done mm-hmm. because he was doing Dune and he's like, yo, Dune was my childhood dream to write the score for dune i'm gonna do fucking dune i've been thinking about it for 50 years (laughs) so uh tenet got i mean nolan got um gorson for tenet and he's just great i mean he does the music for tv shows like atlanta and shit like that too he did the the music for community you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um he wrote all the beats for like all the childish gambino albums Oh, nice! Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he. It was the musical uh, supervisor and director for Redbone too, like Childish Gambino's like R and B funk album Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So he's he's worked in hip hop. He's done beats for like Kendrick Lamar. You know what I mean? He's a
1: very hip cat. uh, He's
0: a very hip cat for like a weird, springly. uh, Yeah, I don't know if they were saying
1: that in the twenties or whenever uh, Namor debuted, but yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I like the music here. The siren song had a little bit of Mongolian throat singing in it, where I don't know how representative of uh, Mesoamerican culture noises like... <laughs> <are>. <laughs> it's
1: neat. I, I didn't know that it was singing at first. I thought it was just like the score. And then, then when I saw people marching through their
0: doom, it... Yeah. It fucking rips. They're doing a
1: thing here. This is cool. Yeah.
0: The Mongolian throat singing in Dune was... A highlight of a really good movie, like mm-hmm. the guy on the war planet where, like, the emperor's like guards were, and there was just that guy like doing the throat singing and like putting blood on their fucking heads. You know what I'm talking about? In uh, Dune,
1: a little bit, a little bit. I have seen the movie. It's my memory. It's been a while
0: yeah 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 good <laughs> no, shit no. It,
1: it's my other my other go to my memory being just to the worst just shot <laughs> my favorite thing about that movie is that it did well enough that we're going to get a second one
0: <laughs> thank god
1: yeah I thought it was doomed um, because of what happened with by 2049 but yeah. Um,
0: yeah and I mean it coming out on HBO Max like the same day yeah I was I thought like, it was be huh?
1: yeah
0: yeah that's the nail in the coffin for like many a good film uh which is a bummer mm-hmm. um We had a funny transition to literally it's Anderson Cooper reporting (laughs) about the attack on uh, the Wakandan Outreach Center and Queen Queen Ramonda's speech. Um, Getting to watch it for the third time today, I saw it the first night and I couldn't mentally track what it was saying but the cnn tickers in these movies and the news tickers always have fun little easter eggs did Mm -hmm. you catch the little easter egg here i did not oh the ticker says scott lang is on a book tour for his autobiography look out for the little guy
1: oh yeah no i missed that both times
0: yeah there's another another fun one coming up too uh that's another news ticker fucking thing because anderson cooper's in this movie three times uh (laughs) It's so weird. Um it could have been Tucker Carlson, imagine.
1: Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, it's it's not.
0: But it's not. okay, so have you seen obviously we've kind of gone over the Kanye West shit on mm-hmm. the show, kind of off air and on air a little bit. I I was a huge Kanye fan and it's kind of hard as like a Jewish man <laughs> to fucking deal with what's happening right now. Um and then he had that really weird um Interview with Tucker Carlson. Did you see any of it?
1: I think so. I think I saw a little bit of it. Uh, okay,
0: so some outtakes. Well, not outtakes. Stuff that didn't make it to highlights. air. Well, stuff that didn't oh, make it to air oh, has yeah. has surfaced. And one of them was talking about how Kanye's like, you know, it's kind of annoying that we're learning about Kwanzaa in our school systems. Like people actually celebrate Kwanzaa. I'd rather have my kids learn about Hanukkah because at least at the end of the day, maybe they'll get some good financial advice out of it.
1: I did see that bit. I did see that bit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> One kind of good bit, Kanye, kind of funny, but two, not a good time. Not to with that was what DLC said. Yeah,
2: yeah. No,
0: no, 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 yeah. no, no. Not after going Defcom 4 or whatever. On, six, on my friend. Six. six. Oh, my God. Two yeah. extra levels of Defcomming, whatever that means. Um, <laughs> When the Wakandans are flying back into Wakanda, we saw a sequence like this originally where, like, in the first one, rather, where, like, the gates open up they do highlight a little bit more of how they're flying over like a river being like, we're not completely landlocked here. No,
1: no they also like the entrance to Wakanda is operating with water drums. So uh,
0: that's what I was really set this up yeah, for. Travis. Yeah, the yeah, bongo yeah. drums, the bongo yeah, yeah. drums, pretty cool uh, the, the, way the to first, set your password.
1: Yeah. 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 And drawing parallels between these two societies and <laughs>
0: chef's kiss here my friend it's mm. fucking awesome man subtle subtle oh like they're spanking the water
2: mm.
0: oh man <laughs> i thought it was cool how they were slapping the water i thought that was a pretty cool way to get inside of a door um
2: <laughs>
0: yeah so shuri's working real hard in her lab she was working uh really late in the lab one night and this is where i <laughs> see the monster mash um <laughs> um She's burying her trauma and her grief, obviously, while focusing super hard on her work. We get a little tease of the uh, Midnight Angel armor here. Oh, yeah, we see the
1: suit in the background. Um, Yeah.
0: We also see, like, really cool mannequins that are shaped crazy, like, kind of laying around. Yeah, I I
1: was going to have chrome on them. I don't know what's up with that. Uh, It
0: doesn't look like a, a super suit or anything like that. It's just very fancy mannequins. Just looked really fucking cool. Um... Yeah, and then Queen Ramonda comes in and reminds her, this is the one-year anniversary of your brother's passing, and I want to spend some more time with you.
1: We also get a bit with Okoye, where she comes in and talks shit about the Midnight Angel armor. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and
1: she's just uh, one of the many embodiments of tradition in this movie. Uh, Whereas Shuri is not really all about the the traditional. She wants to go her own way.
0: Yeah, and kind of... uh, throwing away some of the objects of mysticism and mm-hmm. like when your whole culture kind of gets subverted and like the ideas of, I mean, the first black Panther did this really well where it's like, you remember your father as this big noble guy, but guess what? He killed his fucking brother. He wasn't like yeah. the greatest guy ever. Um, we'll get into a little bit with like Talo Khan, but they realize like, Maybe Wakanda's not so special as you thought it was. Maybe yeah. there's another place that has this stuff too. And yeah. this whole bullshit with like Bosque and stuff isn't true. And the Great Mound, like, there was another one. And like, mm-hmm. you're not the only ones. Like, sorry that everything you ever thought was subverted by this new discovery. You know what I mean? Um,
1: there is one bit that is coming up that is a trope I don't like, which. Uh, Just a little bit further in, a little bit
0: further in. You mentioned the beginning of it with uh, Queen Ramonda coming in. Yeah, Queen Ramonda coming in and saying, like, you know, I have something planned for your brother's um, Mm -hmm. anniversary of your brother's passing. And it's for us to, like, go through the bush and walk to the water and um, mourn the year since T'Challa's passing by burning our funeral garments that would signal this morning period being over and Shuri being not ready and really resistant yes. to it because when she imagines a world without her brother she imagines burning down everything and everyone within that world
1: mm-hmm. and uh, ramada also has a story about uh hearing t'challa on the wind pretty much and uh Shuri's not a believer and this is the trope I don't like, in that uh, skeptics only exist in movies to be proven wrong. <sighs> so, because, uh, and, it, and I think it encourages magical thinking, and then get people that think that magical thinking overrides uh, legitimate sciences and things like that. <laughs>
0: I and I get like where you're coming yeah, from because uh, there's uh, like it's, when, when,
1: it's a mild criticism because I recognize that Marvel's a magical universe. They really do it. <laughs> they really are gods. And yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 But they also like don't, they don't necessarily say, you know, you know, she has, Ramonda has this thing where she's like, I feel T'Challa in the wind <clears throat> behind me, blah, 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 blah. Um, But, you know, when we get the Marvel Studios title card, we hear the wind in the background. Mm-hmm. It's, spoiler for where the rest of this podcast is going to go but at the end when she's finally ready to burn the funeral guards we hear the wind and we see images oh, yeah, of yeah. She's,
1: oh. she's proven wrong <laughs> i don't think she's
0: necessarily proven wrong but she's ready to like surrender to the higher power whatever yeah. that is you know what i mean like oh,
1: yeah. well there's a, there's a bit later on also where she's being unreasonably uh not even s- skeptical but it's uh in denial, uh, yes, maybe. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll get there way down the line.
0: That's the heart shaker scene, but um, it's not even really like she's proven that one of these, you know, that uh, what's it called exists mm-hmm. that uh, she's proven that his spirit is actually out there. She's just ready yeah. to like succumb to his loss and him still always being there at heart, whether or not his actual spirit really does exist or well, she's just feeling it. You know, she's also
1: pleading with Bast at the beginning. And so she's, uh, it depicts her as a person who is angry at God. And that's the only reason she's skeptical, perhaps uh, that's another element of it. I think that ties in, uh, we
0: get a miraculous introduction <laughs> to a very silly merman in a green speedo with little hummingbird wings.
1: Yes, yes. At his
0: feet. Namor emerges from the water here, and they highlight his fucking little wings. mm mm-hmm so hard here, and I was so happy to see it.
1: Oh, yeah, they don't hide them at all in this movie. They're not ashamed of the goofiness of it at all, and they treat it seriously. He he makes one joke in the movie, which I, I don't dig, but other than that, he's treated completely seriously. I mm-hmm. dig it.
0: I dig how he looks, too. Like, I like it a lot. Yeah. And I like this actor whose name I can't pronounce. Huerta. Tina I, 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 yeah, I can't roll
1: anything on the language. I can't speak Spanish.
0: I, Where the, yeah. um, I believe that's how you say it. Um, <laughs> um, He reveals to them the existence of Talocan and essentially wants their help to stop foreigners from taking vibranium. And polluting
1: his ocean, which he does and, not mention.
0: He does not, but he does... Note that the Wakandan air is very nice.
1: Yes, he's like yeah, I love what you makes, got here. Basically, yeah, it's he's like, well, true. He does comment on how clean the air is. I was, I was going to mention they don't really have any environmental stuff in here, but yeah, they do. They
0: do, I guess. Yeah, love what you got going here. You yeah. know, he does have that, and I love when Ramona's like, nowhere else on the world has vibranium except for where we are, and she's like, he is literally covered in it, head to toe. You know. Yes. yes. Um, and he asked them for help to kill an American scientist that's invented a vibranium detector, letting them know if you don't help or interfere, he will come back and destroy Wakanda. And then he leaves them a little conch and says like, whenever you're ready,
1: <laughs> I, I love that. blow
0: into this it's and, a and put it in one piece uh, It's awesome. It's yeah. fucking awesome, man.
1: Um, he just wants to murder a scientist, and he's kind of right in that it he, they've put him in danger by coming out to the world.
0: I agree. like this is kind of your brother's fault. Mm-hmm. No one would be looking for vibranium if they didn't know so much of it existed. They know you're not going to do it. They're looking for it elsewhere, and it puts me at risk. You yes. know what I mean,
1: and we get a little bit of arrogance in him where he talks about his army being like the blades of grass of Wakanda and how he would overwhelm them. I would like him to be a little bit more arrogant, but we'll get there. <laughs> yeah,
0: I yeah. I think he's properly arrogant in this. Like he is so certain he is going to win, and he is right. It's
1: it's hard to depict it in the way that it's done in the comics sometimes. Where yeah, we'll get there with with him and the MCU at some point. I would imagine.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, he's
1: he's more arrogant than Tony Stark or Doctor Strange to me. Like, there's Doom and Reed Richards are the only two that I would consider on par.
0: Yeah, yeah agreed agreed mm-hmm. um they obviously changed namor's origin quite a bit and we'll get into what his origin in the mcu is in a little mm-hmm. bit when we get a uh mandated expository uh dump. Yes. yeah yeah later on um but even though namor predates aquaman the Aquaman movie came out before Namor was introduced. Mm -hmm. And in the comics, Namor is a child born of two worlds where (laughs) his mother is the Atlantean underwater queen. And his father was just some sailor. And you know, they bore a child when they fell in love and he was always kind of between these two worlds, which is Aquaman's origin. So I think it's a good move to move away from it. I love how colorful he is. I think adapting to kind of cultures. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, was kind of the move here. They you know added what I mean? so
1: much to it and gave them a route to go where it wouldn't be a repeat of a million dollar movie that released just a couple years ago.
0: Yeah. It's stellar, man. Mm-hmm. Um, they kept enough
1: of the, enough of the bare bones there for it to, it's still clearly more.
0: Agreed. Well, no more, please. Um,
1: I pr- I used the Wakandan pronunciation. I'll let you know.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the Wakandan council meeting in that dope fucking throne room to discuss what to do about this fishman. Um, all the m- members of the Wakandan tribe are designed to be based on like their regions, and all yeah. of those regions are based on actual African cultures. Where like the River Tribe is all in blue mm-hmm. and have certain things like it, it's so cool like i'm very naive when it comes to like african history it's something oddly enough wasn't taught in like western uh, elementary yeah yeah. yeah yeah um we mostly only learned about the colonization of it um so i'm kind of naive then, it
1: briefly. <laughs>
0: yeah exactly and even then like mostly what i know is from Oh, unfortunately, what kind of forever, but um, <laughs> making of uh features on, on Black Panther movies, um, but again, like Ruth Carter, candidate for who actually won this fucking movie, mm-hmm. shows off in this scene. Like, there are some things that I know about from like you know, African cultures, like mm-hmm. the big lip piercing things, like yeah, yeah. The that right guy's back. In the
1: hair of one of them, uh, I'm, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Um, the Dora Milaje have the neck rings you know what I mean which is kind of similar to the neck extensions you know what I mean
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, which is a horrible thing in real life but they still show a little tribute to it Um, Mumbaku's back he's chomping on a carrot Uh, (laughs) pretty cool way to walk into a room
1: indeed Uh, Winston Duke is great
0: in this movie he's he's probably
1: in this movie just as much as he should be I would still like more, because uh, Branagh will probably get more of all of these characters, pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) Because the expanded role.
0: Yeah. um, And we kind of let it sink in here, some stuff that we were just talking about. But the realization that there was more than one meteorite that struck Earth with Vibranium and later in the movie, like two separate shamans in different parts of the world that were guided by their quote unquote gods to find an herb rich in vibranium, mm-hmm. just the way it kind of shakes and disrupts all of their religious and mystical and yeah. historical beliefs is kind of an interesting thing that this movie explored in a pretty well, well-deserving way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and then we get the uh, Shuri and Okoye going to America. Well, the uh, subplot with Everett Ross, right?
1: Yeah, well, I wanted to mention that Umaku uh, here has some advice about how to deal with the Fishman, and that is to kill him. I only mention it because of the advice he gives later in the movie, which we'll get to.
0: Yes, he's like, we. I say we kill the Fishman. Like, yes. what's going to stop the Fishman from coming back later uh, when he wants more? Like, if we give him what he wants yeah, now... He just
1: can't succumb to Bracknell. Yes.
0: Yeah, exactly. We do not negotiate with terrorists. He watched that clip of George W. saying mm-hmm. that. So. He said, that's um, a, a
1: semi-intelligent man. I,
0: uh... <laughs> <laughs> Dick Cheney's hand up him like an actual yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. puppet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, so, yeah, Shuri and, Shuri and Okoye go to America to find Everett Ross and get information on the scientists that created the vibranium detector. Ross, um, played by, what's the name of this guy?
1: Uh, Marty Martin something?
0: Martin
1: Freeman. Martin Freeman.
0: Martin Freeman. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I was, I told you before we went on there, like, whenever it cuts to the shot of Martin Freeman from uh, afar, uh, I heard the song you were playing, you know, I... I I was offended at first because some assumed that because we were following the the white guy that this is what Ryan Coogler thought all white guys listen to, which is the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and yeah, yeah. I don't like them, so I was immediately offended, and I, uh, <laughs> and then I saw the earbuds in Martin Freeman's ears, and I thought, oh no, that guy definitely definitely listens to the Red Hot Chili Peppers.
0: <laughs> this is what uh, this guy listens to. Yeah, to he is to really yeah, straight really accurate. Yeah,
1: ten out of not- ten.
0: Not addicted to the shindig, I'm assuming?
1: Absolutely not. Uh, Hmm. Though, uh, Under the Bridge is one of the earliest music videos I remember seeing as a kid.
0: I used to really dig the Red Hot Chili Peppers because I grew up um, playing bass guitar. Oh, yeah. Well,
1: that is a band where the bass is significant. I can kind of see that.
0: Uh, Yeah. And, like, I wasn't really, like, a rock guy growing up you know i listened to a lot of rap music and well, just like a lot of like, you have of, some uh,
1: funk inspiration and everything so i can kind of say that like their earlier music is better than their later music for me
0: agreed like post 2000s red hot chili peppers feels like the radio's imitation of what the red hot chili peppers yeah, sound like yeah, if yeah. they play it at a giant stadium you know what yeah. i mean
1: i also kind of um, like flea as a uh, actor when he pops up in stuff like suburbia which was I don't know if that was before he, he was famous in the band or not, but it's a really good movie, uh, Penelope Spirus. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, he pops up as uh, one of the nihilists in The Big Lebowski.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Uh, that's post Red Hot Chili Peppers. And Anthony Kiedis pops up as one of the uh, surfer gang members who tries to beat up Johnny Utah in uh, Catherine Bigelow's masterpiece, Point Break.
1: Um <laughs> I didn't I haven't seen that one in ages. Uh <sighs> I know Flea is also in another Penelope of Spirits movie that I've been meaning to watch because I think I'll dig it called Dudes, which uh, Okay. Yeah, yeah. I uh Yeah, yeah. I know it's on TV. I'll watch it eventually.
0: Flea also in Star Wars.
1: Yes, yes, as a uh, a sketchy uh, looking guy with a was a uh, graphic tee
0: in the Star Wars universe. Uh, yes, he was like wearing UFO pants and a graphic tee. He looked <laughs> like Lee would normally be. Um, yeah, I think he, he just played Messy so he, he shot it. Just like an uh, like
1: Harrison Ford in Blade Runner 2049.
0: I think uh, that was our least favorite sequence in all of uh, Kenobi as well. The,
1: right? oh, yeah, the chase sequence. Yeah, that was
0: all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the little uh, girl. The, the
1: first chase sequence, rather.
0: Her legs are too short to escape these giant to, people. Yeah, yes.
1: yeah.
0: Impossible. Impossible. Yeah. So we're reintroduced to um, Everett Ross, a CIA operative who is in debt to Shuri and the Wakandans for saving his life in the first film, who then commits an act of treason <laughs> and gives up the scientist's name and location. She is a young bright go-getting mit student from chicago 19 years old by the name of riri fucking williams so let's talk a little bit about riri williams aka ironheart uh which we know will be a disney plus uh series in the near future um she is okay in this movie Even if we don't really need her and she kind of just acts as a MacGuffin Mm -hmm. in the comics, she's this poor um, smart kid from Chicago whose dad and best friend get killed in like a drive by shooting and she builds her own Iron Man suit while attending MIT I do not like her in the comics. That is it was, because
1: of something in that barrier she does? I've seen a lot of people complain about her and war crimes in that barrier. I, uh...
0: I just don't like her in the comics because that was just, and again, I'm one of those guys who didn't really care. I, I am kind of this screaming left-wing yeah, yeah. guy, you know what I mean? Who's like, is is john just liberals gone mad at this point like (laughs) kind of you know i have a bernie sanders sticker on my car you know what i mean Mm -hmm. uh that i'm not allowed to drive but i do have it on there still as my (laughs) like this is not my fault sticker bernie 2016 you Mm -hmm. know i'm never going to take that thing off um but marvel with the success of characters like x23 and kamala khan uh did have a tendency to like let's reboot legacy characters and make them younger and like notably it, it felt like a sad attempt at like a corporation trying to like appease like some dumb shit. Oh, like, yeah, You yeah. know what I mean?
1: Not quite as bad as that New Warriors uh reboot that never emerged with uh the Snowflake and Yeah uh, Safe uh, Space yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. be negative the uh the the Morbius-looking
0: guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was pretty bad, and Riri was kind of, like, the worst of the worst. And it was at a time when Brian Michael Bendis was, like, wanted to leave Marvel, and he was just kind of writing, like, crap. Like, Civil (laughs) War II, the Totally Awesome Hulk, the... Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, Amadeus Cho as the Totally Awesome Hulk is another example of, like, this whole thing gone wrong.
1: I like Riri in the comics a a little bit more than uh, Totally Awesome Hulk. I... I just don't like most Hulk. I like Classic Hulk. I like yep. She-Hulk. Yep. Fuck most of the other ones other than Red She-Hulk, which kind of hot. But other than that, it's <laughs> right And that's out. only
0: because I got a thing for giant red ladies.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anything that's, yeah, yeah, any, just color a person, a lady, a color, and, you know, it's
0: like a problem yep. sign you know. me up. Yeah, sign me yeah. up. Um, put tentacles on her head.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That's another thing. In it's this uh acceptable.
1: But yeah, Riri, I, I'm, I don't dislike in the comics. I think she's okay as a character that is occasionally in a comic. Yes. Like, I,
0: uh, think, <laughs> I think she has more potential in the movies than she does in the comic books though. Cause she's like a blank slate. You yeah, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you
1: know like, this movie. I feel the same way as I do in the comics, where she's in this movie and that's fine. She doesn't detract from it in any significant way. She doesn't really add too much to it in any significant way. Her solo series is kind of like Echo also, where I she was there. I'm curious to see if I can develop her into a uh, compelling character.
0: Agreed. Uh, she kind of just serves as the MacGuffin to get the mm-hmm. Wakandans out of Wakanda for a little bit, and then back into Wakanda and escalate the conflict with Namor um so we don't see her build her suit in this movie uh but i did find out that there's a series of uh target ads that show her building it while she's going shopping have you seen any of these travis no i
1: haven't seen these i haven't seen these
0: yeah Uh, On Thursday night before the movie's trailers started, they were showing, like, Black Panther merchandise spotlights, basically. And it was all, like, Target and Lexus ads and shit. And I, like, turned to my buddy and I was like, you know, it's funny that Marvel's making this thing out to be this, like, oh, it's this loving tribute to this actor who we lost mm -hmm. too soon. And it's all culturally significant. And, you know, Black lives really do matter. But, you know, we really just want to sell Toys yeah. and yeah, take a look at these
1: bobbleheads and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Funko Pops. And
0: have you seen our new Lego sets? They cost $120, Sweet and uh, Christ, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you down payment on Alexis, you know, with uh, yeah. you know, 10% financing now. My local know.
1: theater has decided to play extra ads before the movie, I think, because. <laughs> But in the last two or three movies I've seen have started like 10 minutes late because
0: of all the h That Oh, that sucks. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I got to see the his head
0: twice. And... Oh, God.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Shuri and Okoye going to MIT to get Riri as another one of my favorite scenes because um, Okoye is dressed straight up like a Grace Jones fucking yeah, yeah. music I, video, bro.
1: I like the orange outfit. It looks great right on her. I love the suit jacket. To me, I want that to be the MCU 90s bomber jacket. Just give everyone one if it looks that good.
0: Padded (laughs) suit jackets? Yeah, the shoulders. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. And, like, her being like i will go capture her and yes. the uh like i can just blend in as a student it's like what you don't think i can blend in it's like dude look at you like my theater got a chuckle from that man it was good and the whole like um is it the makeup that stuff that was really good man um and the bit where um sherry gets riri in her dorm room was pretty nice you know what i mean i thought all oh, that was pretty good and getting to know riri a little bit and her just being like yeah i'm smart but i'm still very much like a child you yeah, know
1: still doing stuff like selling homework and things like
0: mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that you brought a spear in here bit was good mm-hmm. um it's a very
1: funny kidnapping oh wait. i guess they're technically an adult they're 19 it's okay to kidnap
0: them yeah can you consent to this crime then <laughs> You are not a child. Um, yes, yes. They take Riri to her like garage lab thing to grab all of her stuff. And they're surrounded by the feds. Uh, the way the actress who pronounces whose uh, name is. Uh,
1: Okoye and Popo, ha- I assume is what you're going to say, right?
0: It, it, yeah, I'm mumbling right now. Sorry, guys, it's late. Uh, <laughs> the, the way the actress who plays Okoye, whose name I can't pronounce, says Popo.
1: It Rural. never sounds good. No one can say that word, and it sounds natural. Or... I hate the word.
0: <laughs> I think the way Outcast says it is pretty cool.
1: I'll have to. I'll have to go back and listen.
0: Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The only people who can say it, the actress who plays Okoye and Andre 3000. They're the only <laughs> people who are allowed to say it. Oh,
1: God. Yeah, I didn't like the way it was said here. Either, but mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, Kendrick
0: Lamar, and we hate Popo when they kill us dead in the streets for show. Okay. he says that pretty okay. well he says that pretty well all right so we got three on the list of people who are allowed to say popo imagine
1: it's so- allowed oh. it to say it no mm-hmm. i just yeah. I, I just don't like it I, yeah. it's not a word uh, i'm gonna, gonna
0: like say it like voice. a little a little italian kid says papa i'm going to say <laughs> <laughs> uh, some flashy steady cam shit here man um before they escape where it becomes like a little one take where the cops are outside and the guy on the steady cam is circling around them. And Mm -hmm. she's like, I'm getting out of here with this thing. And before they reveal the Iron Man armor, that shit was pretty fucking cool, man. Kugler again knows exactly what he's doing. Does everything with intention builds up before the action rips in a way that a lot of, I think modern action filmmakers can't do. You know what I mean? Um, and it's revealed that Riri Williams has an Iron Man suit. And, and then we get a really cool fucking on a
1: YouTube sightings, I guess, of uh, about the way they introduced Spider-Man where yes. it's like viral footage of him yeah. shows any of that, but I mentioned it.
0: I think that this Iron Man suit, uh, this like Mach 1 Iron Ironheart suit mm-hmm. kind of looks better than the Metroid Prime Iron Ironheart suit that we get later on in the movie.
1: Uh, this is the one I think of as the Metroid one because of the, the giant shoulders, but yeah. Uh, I, there was pro that promotional material for three suits. We only really see two of them in here, but
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. I like both well enough.
0: what do you think of this car chase?
1: I thought it was pretty good. Pretty good. I, uh. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's car
0: chase. I uh, yeah, this is the shit I get off on. By the way, I I <laughs> I'm like a big lo- car
1: chase guy.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a big car chase guy, man. And this is the shit that I fucking love and. There's some cool little, like, how do you make a car chase different is always, like, a thing that I mm-hmm. I like. You're like, I love... I One, I don't drive. Two, I love those Fast and the Furious <laughs> the movies. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah The wish fulfillment of it. Mm-hmm. But, like, you go from... I love, like, just the history of car chases. Like, Bullet, obviously, like, with Steve McQueen and shit back mm-hmm. in the day. That's, like, the new industry standard for how cool a car chase could be. Then you get uh, William Freakner's French Connection, a movie mm-hmm. that... I kind of want you to rewatch because we were going on that little freaking kick a couple months back with a uh, sorcerer, you mm-hmm. know, um, and to live and die in LA. Um, maybe that should be what we do for our next Martin <laughs> Scorsese cinema corner um, to live and die in LA is a movie. I feel like not enough people talk about. That's really good. It also has yes. Willem Dafoe, like jerking off on money and burning <laughs> art. It's super crazy. <laughs> um, but Again, like, you go from Bullet to the French Connection to the the Blues Brothers to, you know, um, Fast and Furious. And, like, what can you do that's different and interesting? And they have a bit where Okoye puts a spear through the car and, like, backs up and uses it as, like, a ramp.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, to uh, murder a Popo, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm sure that guy's fine. He just has uh, debilitating and injure
0: they kill a lot of civilians at this speed. But in again, their country, like,
1: though, they have diplomatic immunity.
0: Oh, yes, if I've learned anything from lethal uh, weapon to... What is the,
1: the thing that the, the cops have that prevents them from being prosecuted? It's kind of like that, except... <laughs> I, I
0: I think it's called the thin blue line, my friend. Is uh,
1: no, they one have one. another word they use for it that makes it sound uh, better than it really is.
0: Authoritative power? Is uh, that the other?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. tyranny just
0: yeah. yeah yeah tyranny is finest at least they didn't capture riri and like step on her neck or something like that that uh, would have been yeah yeah too woke for some people i think um but at the end of this car chase they end up on a bridge oh what do you think he- of riri flying around by the way
1: uh it was fine. I don't know that I really needed a callback to Iron Man's freeze up scene with this drone. Uh, okay. Yeah, it didn't bother me or anything. I I don't know why we're doing this, but
0: <laughs> yeah. What do you hey, think of the part where she ducks down real fast and goes wahoo?
1: Ah, uh, yeah. It's not as bad as the uh, the woo that we'll we'll see later in the film with her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I did. Like I said, I. I don't love Riri in this movie. She's just in it and that's fine. Yeah. Another another person to shoot laser beams towards the end. Yes, yes. I, I don't like the, the techno jargon she does in the movie either. Or like When she's talking about math and she's trying to figure out how to shoot this drone. She's going to fly right next to it. Just point the fucking thing.
0: She's like, remember your differential equations.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's,
0: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like yeah. And
1: it's geometry and how it's cooler than magic. Met, well actually,
0: knowledge is you. power, right? Yeah, yeah. because yeah, math is cool. Um brought to you by the Scholastic Book Fair. Um mm-hmm. they're met by a bunch of these Atlanteans on the bridge. And Atuma and Namora kill all the cops, basically, in that kind mm-hmm. of brutal scene. And this whole thing ends with Riri and Shuri being taken captive, but the two the three big notes that I have here with little hearts around them are water bombs exclamation point. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about these water bombs. Pretty fucking cool. In my opinion.
1: Right. I, I You know exactly who was attacking whenever you see an explosion of water.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: it's, yeah
0: it's, uh, it, Oh no. It accidentally put that fire out. Um, yeah, yeah. They're helping us. Uh, <laughs> my other big note is whales throwing people rules. Uh, indeed, indeed. We see an orca flip, a friendly little orca flip a bunch <laughs> of uh blue daddies onto the bridge, and then it cuts to the other side of the bridge, and we see a humpback uh flip a bunch of blue daddies onto the bridge. This mm-hmm. is something that happens like eight times in this movie. I didn't uh yeah. think to count, but it happens often and it fucking rules. And the other note I have is the one on one Okoye versus Tuma does fucking rule and kugler yes. does yeah he does a good job at like separating out like this guy versus this guy this guy versus this guy and the mm-hmm. kind of technique that uh he does throughout the movie is having these one-on-one fight sequences with no music and just sound effects over them mm-hmm. um which Pretty is very, very effective
1: she gets are dislocated <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, there's like a good shot of him. uh well, like not jamming being
1: her, Yeah, well, yeah, you're right. It is him that jams the spear into the the sidewalk or the road rather and well
0: he knocks her down mm-hmm. and she drops her spear and he kicks it back he's like get back up i'm not done fighting that <laughs> that shit is cool and then he kicks her back and she uses her spear to like stop herself and it like just dragging it across the concrete is pretty fucking cool oh
1: i was just talking about when he rammed her arm oh, into it yes and then she that shit was like, hard the the fight, yeah yeah that I, shit was hard I, as a, a, a mega nerd i would argue that uh Okoye isn't actually strong enough to go one on one with four Atlanteans at once, but.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Since they've established that they have superhuman strength, but yeah, yeah.
0: Do you think that their superhuman strength comes from years and years of being at such high, such low depths in the ocean yes. that the pressure I know. I know. kind of builds them up? Is that our stoner science way of explaining why these uh, guys are so strong?
1: I think it's part of it, yes.
0: Okay, cool. And cool. they
1: were also uh, deciding for people to uh, drink the herb sauce. So.
0: They did drink the herb sauce. We see yes. that a little bit later. Um, the following day... Everett Ross arrives at the scene of the crime and is met by his ex-wife and boss, (laughs) Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, played by Julia Louise Shreyfus, who we have seen popping up throughout a lot of these phase four projects. And turns out Val doesn't just work for some shadowy government organization. She works for... She runs rather the shadowy government organization. Which organization is that again? She's the head of the CIA. They okay. just always call it the agency.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. That should be. Oh, I guess they can't say it's Shield, but uh, whatever.
0: I know they can't do Shield anymore. <laughs> but. They,
1: yeah, yeah, Dissolve it. Uh, yeah, these are the uh, the white people plot lines that I didn't need. But yeah, yeah, it's the weakest part of the movie. Uh, I don't like. I don't dislike either of these actors or anything. I just this storyline is the most ground setting (laughs) or table setting uh, for the future of whatever
0: all the sequences with Everett ross and val felt like we're doing this to set up a couple more sequels and where the larger cinematic universe is going to land after this is over and with phase five coming and this is again being like this movie that kind of teeters on being a prestige film where it's the sequel to the only one that was nominated for best picture. It has a lot of cultural revenants and also has to pay tribute to this actor who passed away. That meant a lot to a lot of people out there Mm -hmm. to have so much table setting Again, it's not as much as a normal movie with Marvel movie would have, but to just have any of it felt like, oh, that's kind of a big mess here, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. We already know that we're going to get multiple Wakandan series. That's just knowing that is enough, and the characters being here, Ironheart being here, is enough, and that, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, I guess the big thing from this is that we find out he was married to Val and he finds some komoyo beads and and puts them in his pocket. So those are Chekhov's komoyo beads mm-hmm. uh, back in Wakanda. Queen Ramonda reprimands Okoye for losing Shuri and fires her from her position as general. Angela Bassett putting on a fucking clinic here. Yeah, this is where we get the they have taken everything from me kind of. This of
1: the movie probably for me. Yeah, uh, they threw it in the trailer and it still is quite good. Right? Having heard it multiple, multiple times,
0: it's awesome, man, and. Again, it's pretty emotionally draining sequence for all the characters, you know, and all the actors involved.
1: Mm-hmm. And Okoye being fired, and with the way the storyline develops, where she eventually puts on the Midnight Angel suit, this is kind of a parallel to Tanisi Coates' uh, Midnight Angel storyline in his run of Black Panther, where Queen Ramonda sentences, sentences a... Uh, Dora Milaje to death. It's either Aneta or Io. Uh, I think it's Io. Yeah. Yeah. If we're murdering some human traffickers, uh, and they eventually steal these Midnight Angel suits, and uh, yeah, it's worth reading.
0: <laughs> yeah, Takosay Coates' uh, Black Panther run is a hundred percent worth the read. A hundred percent worth the read. Um, there was also like a brief mention. Like the other council members are like, you know, you're you're firing her, but remember that time where she like was gonna kill her husband for your son, you know, she did a lot, yes. you know.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. And that's and, where we get the good line though, where it's like, Well, where's her husband now? If she can go visit him if she wants, where's yeah. my husband? He's dead. Where's my son? He's dead. Where's my daughter? She's taken because of this person, you know. Uh, yeah. it's and good. she also
1: recalls back to her siding with a uh, Killmonger and just out of tradition and loyalty to the throne more than any one individual
0: kind of unfair in my opinion considering like she was just doing her job there yeah there is
1: a subplot i it's not fully developed uh, with queen ramanda being the main leader not being the greatest leader i think you don't think it's fully resolved uh not fully developed we we get this scene and then there's a line later on from umbaku about uh, someone doing a good job and being ro- being rewarded with exile is just a joke about her leadership skills
0: but she's also a leader who's a broken leader leading mm-hmm. a broken nation like it's like a heart that's like asking like Jackie Kennedy know
1: not an indictment on uh the character too much it's just they need the Black Panther
0: <laughs> yes we need our protector <laughs> <A> <laughs>
1: Warrior King. Or
0: queen, rather, one hundred percent. Uh, Ramonda goes to recruit Nakia, who hasn't been in this film yet, mm-hmm. and is revealed to have been living in Haiti, which is how they say the word Haiti <laughs> in this movie. Yeah, that was
1: uh, odd. I assumed I had been saying it wrong all my life. uh I have a lot it of Haitian be.
0: friends. Have a lot of Haitian friends. I've never heard them say Haiti like that. They're
1: just they're laughing at you in secret. It's haiti. Know. You have a bunch of Haitian
0: friends. Frito, why have you never told me this? Uh yeah, she had left Wakanda six years ago. I don't wanna get into oh, the, the, timeline the timeline of where this uh, movie takes yeah, place. Yeah. You?
1: I, I would be curious just to know after the one year jump at the beginning, when was this and when was that? But. Okay. This, like tell me what came before and after, I guess. I don't want to know the year.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't want to get into the specifics of it. Cause just more annoying you stuff to think about. Get
1: people doing math and stuff. and I, I don't.
0: Yeah. I want to stay away from that. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, so she recruits uh, Nakia to go find Shuri and Nakia does some spy stuff uh, to find where Namor had taken Shuri and Riri. I I don't really want to talk about her spy stuff, Travis, but I do have to say I laughed so hard where she like Lapita Nalongo like shows up at like some Central American village in like glasses. And she's like, yes, like that's she's a master of disguise, Travis. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was really funny to me.
1: That's fair. That's fair. I uh, There's also a scene, again, with uh, the uh, Everett Ross and Fontaine. Uh, where oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I only mention it because they mention uh, they're talking about the attack on the bridge. And who could it be? Is it a country already on the radar? Is it someone else? As if new countries pop up all the time.
2: Yeah,
0: there's a new world superpower. It's like is one that's it, on a barrier. Is, is
1: that?
0: <laughs> is it there's the it... mutants? <laughs> Can you imagine there's a new world superpower that does the Miss Marvel like? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, last night before going to bed, man, I was thinking about how, like you know everyone's like kevin feige why hasn't he told us when the mutants are gonna pop yeah. up and it's probably like because that guy's job is so hard he probably doesn't even want to think about it oh, yeah while doing another job like they're mm-hmm. actively making 20 movies right now just it's gonna be so much work to do the mutants and to make it right you know what i mean that like it wouldn't surprise me if he just doesn't want to do it for like ten years because he just doesn't well, want to do it because it's too much work.
1: To we'll do. get to it here in a bit, but like they may just gradually introduce them. We've gotten one in Miss Marvel spoilers. You've had enough time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <to watch that. laughs> yeah. and yeah. yeah. uh, that
1: theme song was apparently on a like a physical fitness challenge type game show. Before oh wow! It was the X-Men.
0: No clue. Had no clue.
1: Yeah, yeah. Either way, uh. But yeah, and then Namor is referred to very nonchalantly in this uh, fucking movie as a mutant. And Yeah. Yeah. So who yeah. knows when the next one will pop up and who it will be.
0: Or when they'll even officially do it and how long they'll just keep teasing it. Because probably teasing it and just getting people more excited and being <laughs> like, don't worry, it's still there is probably a lot easier than just. Yeah, doing and it we have
1: Deadpool right? 3. That's probably the next clear cut one
0: sure yeah uh, see you have your mutant movie yeah,
1: coming yeah. Out. It's, yeah. Coming. it's coming it's coming
0: it's even got one of the other mutants that yeah people like and stuff talking about uh, Namor um, back in Talocan the fish people want uh, Shuri to put on some traditional clothing before seeing their leader Namor I liked this bit where Riri Williams is like, don't do it. That's some super villain shit. Mm-hmm. Like that's what they did with Princess Leia and Beauty and the Beast and that white woman from uh, Indiana Jones.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this, I was really alarmed at the scene because I thought Riri was going to turn a corner and become Billy in Temple of Doom and become nearly unwatchable. Uh this thing she's a little bit like Billy, but not to that degree, thank God. And <laughs> never reaches that point. This is just like a fun Temple of Doom reference.
0: Okay, so it could also be a Karen Allen reference, because in the first one the Nazis made Karen Allen put on oh, that white dress. Okay,
1: cast. I I was thinking of uh the racist Indian stereotypes and Temple of Doom. I oh, yeah not remember it, if they made put a dress. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I remember that. And then there's the food bit that follows it up. No one eats monkey brains in this or anything, but
0: it's. I've always wanted to eat monkey brains ever because since. Because of Temple of Doom. I'm because sure. of Temple of Doom, it like yeah.
1: suspiciously like a jello.
0: It looks so fun to eat out of a monkey head. Um, and I've always wanted to. That's always been on my bucket list. So someday um, we'll start a Patreon and I'll be able to buy tickets to. Some
1: yeah, a racist caricature of
0: a character. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So Shuri is taken to Namor, who rick her with some table setting origin stuff, and we get Namor's origin for the MCU. And one of the things I like so much about what they did with Namor's origin here is it is the opposite side of the coin from Wakanda's origin in the sense that like. Wakanda is showing this Afro-futurist world that's a projection of what African culture could have been without the interference of colonialism, mm-hmm. as opposed to Namor and Talo Khan's origin, which is completely a reaction to yeah. colonial colonialism and seeing what people could do when they uh, ravage a culture that they feel they can take advantage of. Mm-hmm. So... We get a flashback to 1571. The Yucatan people are falling ill from smallpox. smallpox. Yeah. Yes. Back in uh, Mesoamerica, the conquistadors have come and one man finds a plant and along with the other people, drinks it because apparently they, some god told them like this is going to be <laughs> the cure for this illness. The, the and, problem
1: with these Spanish bastards that are invading you, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And the substance turns these people blue and makes them realize the best place to hang out is uh in, in the, the ocean. water. Yeah, yeah, you they
1: know? they figured it out immediately. <laughs> Oh. I, it's very comic booky, very silly, I, but it's treated seriously, so it works. Uh, yeah,
0: well, they're blue, so they go to the blue place.
1: Of course, and, but they're only blue in open air, I noted, which I thought was an interesting decision, probably mm-hmm. saving a lot of uh, money on paint.
0: <laughs> yes, this is true.
1: Water-resistant paint, I think, was the real enemy here, I yeah. Uh, um
0: yeah, so they quickly move to the ocean and create a civilization in the deep water known as Talokan and one of the women who ingested the plant has a baby by the name of Kul Kul Khan. Uh <laughs> the baby grew up to become the ruler of Talokan and when there's, the there's mother
1: read a bit about uh his ears pointing towards the heavens, and oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I like a little bit of dialogue. Uh,
0: he had wings on his feet and ears that pointed towards the heavens, and that's when he says, I was born a mutant. Yes,
1: yes, they don't play the theme, they, uh, I know,
0: I know. Imagine during this cold, grand, serious scene.
1: Uh, granted, for the longest, I never associated um, Namor with. X Men because I, st- I I still don't he's more World War Two stuff for
0: me. I of have- course, of course. Um, imagine they had Mongolian throat singers do the theme
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to hear
0: that yeah. Yeah, I'd like to hear that too. Um, yeah. So the mother dies, and she was asked uh, her son to bury um to bury her rather in the land that she came from. So when baby Namor. Um, And some of these uh, blue boy guards come up into the land. They find a civilization um, that is basically taking advantage of the Mesoamerican people, has turned them into slaves, and he just runs rampant and commits like baby genocide here and uh, burns them all to the ground as he buries his mother. And one of the villagers uh, calls him the man without love in Mm -hmm. spanish and the spanish word for love is amor and you put an n at the beginning of it and that's where he adopts his name namor what did you think of this being the explanation for the name namor my friend Um, it's very silly but i i dug it
1: i like it has a meaning bit. i uh i'm glad that that's not the only pronunciation we see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like Every other character uses the, uh, the other A pronunciation. Uh, I uh, I dig it. I, I don't know which one is his proper name. <laughs> <Like> he, just, <laughs> he, he seems to have titles more than names. Yes, yes.
0: Uh, Namor then shows Shuri the Talocon civilization.
1: One last thing. I'm glad it's... I know I've said it in the podcast before, but it bears repeating. I'm glad that his last name's not Mackenzie.
0: Oh, no shit, I man. I hated yeah, yeah. that
1: in the comics. And with him being a mama's boy, Fen's son would have been, made more sense because his mother's name in the comics is Fen. Uh,
0: his mother's name in the movie is Fen as well.
1: Oh, he said I didn't catch her, her name. Oh, wait. Yeah,
0: I, I literally just saw it in the credits because I have the, uh, the uh, IMDb pulled up. Mm-hmm. And the mother is credited as Fed, and I was going to say it. That's awesome. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Namor shows Shuri the Talokan civilization. Uh, she's well, in a suit. She's in the jet. The you the skipped suit.
1: Skipped over. Namor makes a funny. Uh,
0: yeah. oh, what is Namor's funny? Oh, oh where the he suit, talks the about, suit. Okay, He
1: goes on to, uh, where he says she can go as she is, but it'll crush her bones because of the water pressure. And he goes into all this detail and it's like Monty Python, the bridges of Robin bit where Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah,
1: And or you could just wear a suit, we have plenty. Uh, yeah. Name is you... funny. I don't think it I think it's an okay use of humor for him. I don't like Namor cracking jokes, but I don't, think it's, I I don't joke. think it's joking. I think that's like the inadvertent humor, I think, is how you fucking deal with Namor humor.
0: Why do you think he has so many suits? If this is the first outsider that he's ever brought down there,
1: um, uh, because it is not. Okay, <laughs> I I I think there usually are not survivors. Uh, okay,
0: but why would he bring them down in a suit if he, you know, he just wanted to show them before he cut their heads off? Uh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's
1: true. That's
0: true. Um,
1: yeah. and uh, like, I, they don't really go into it in this movie but i do hope he's a bit of a ladies man i uh we talked about before on i would have liked to have seen more of him trying to woo Shuri a bit yep yep uh yep. Yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah my friend who i saw with on thursday night she's like oh are they gonna fall in love during this scene because it's like <laughs> my world's not too different from your world and in my uh, head i, I was like
1: falling in lost it's
0: yeah 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 <laughs> Well, he's oddly, like, he's butter-toned, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? He wears a Speedo with confidence, you know? <laughs> so, I liked how they use jet streams to get to Talocon quite a bit here. Like, they, they follow those jet streams See, the underwater. Way you say
1: it, it makes it sound nice. I was thinking Undertow. <laughs> okay. It, those, those are just jet like streams. people. Yeah, it's the same thing. It just sounds nicer as a jet stream. They yeah, called them jet streams. Kind of like and. Uh, I think of yeah. just people being dragged to their deaths.
0: <laughs> I think of Echo the Dolphin because that's how I got from stage okay. to stage. Yeah, um, yeah. I really dig how Telecon looks like. Mm-hmm. I think it's really cool because there is this preservation of Mesoamerican culture, mm-hmm. like as opposed to Wakanda that kind of like built up its technology. This is like a land that is like based in its roots. You know what I mean? So yeah. hard.
1: I like the way they show the city, too. Um, I'm very excited to see this at home to get a better look at the city and everything. I mean, you both love the Aquaman movie. I like the depiction of Underwater City. This is apples and oranges almost. This feels like the gritty,
2: <laughs> the gritty, gritty uh,
1: grounded version of it. No, uh, in a
0: Marvel the, movie as opposed to the DC is, movie, is
1: a very silly take of it, and it's great. Uh, just different strokes for different folks on this one.
0: Well, this one feels like people are actually having to move Mm. underwater as opposed to Aquaman where they're kind of just gliding free will. Like, you never see people in Aquaman using their arms to swim (laughs) or kick. Like, this one people are, like, fucking paddle stroking <laughs> yeah. yeah and atlantis in the dc aquaman movie is kind of built on a flat plane and mm-hmm. built up as opposed to Talokan, which is built literally free of gravity's restraints mm-hmm. you know which is pretty fucking cool um I also like the Mesoamerican pyramid shape with the Wakanda. I oh do no, know. Jesus. The uh, vibranium sun yes. under the water. That was cool looking. And I like the soundtrack here. I don't know who did this song, but it was pretty, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So we cut from Namor trying to convince Shuri um, that the world will attack and we cut to rather namor convincing shuri to help him go to war with the surface right like it's all fun and games and it's all nice until mm. they get out and he's like oh now that you've seen my home you understand why we have to become friends and kill everybody right yeah, like yeah, yeah. You, you get it yeah yeah <laughs> Um, and she's like, no, like, yeah, yeah. that well, is also, fucking yeah. crazy.
1: He comforts her with her grieving and everything a little bit. He doesn't give up any, any advice for why these things happen or anything. But, uh, he does mention that only the most broken people can be great leaders is a, a saying in his society. I think it's a it sounds quote. nice. I don't think it really follows. I can think of plenty of damaged people that probably wouldn't be great leaders. I think we elected
0: yeah, one not too long ago. I, uh, yeah, yeah. Kanye West running <laughs> for president obviously in twenty
1: twenty four. Yeah, yeah, I, it sounds nice, but yeah.
0: Uh it,
1: it, being damaged doesn't yeah, uh, prevent you from being a good leader, I don't think, but uh I guess it depends on how you're damaged.
2: hmm
0: <laughs> Um he does also gift Shuri his mother's bracelet right
1: i did wonder if that was the same one i only see it briefly before and yeah
0: i yeah, thought it, it was but yeah it looked like the same one to me
1: yeah yeah i, I thought so too. but
0: yeah sure he's like no way jose though pretty mm-hmm. much and he's like my it, name's not jose it's nemo <laughs>
1: and she turns him down on his uh Time to join the event, or the invaders, rather. Just yeah. Uh,
0: is that what you thought this in was N- going to N- be? No, no, not yeah, at all. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just have it in my notes as "time to invade," and mm-hmm. the invaders is a superhero team, World War II era, with Namor,
0: famously featuring Namor yeah. or Namor and,
1: and a few other fellows that you may know. Mm -hmm. And a few he will not probably,
0: (laughs) (laughs) and a bunch you won't, and one that you'll be confused isn't the one you think it is. Um,
1: Yeah, yeah, Miss America, uh, the Wizard.
0: Uh, Oh, I was thinking the Human Torch. We also have Miss America too. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) So a couple, yeah. Yeah, So so several
0: that will be different characters. They don't call Miss.
1: They don't call America Chavez Miss America in the. In the fucking movies, which is fine. Captain America's yeah. just a cooler
0: name. Yeah, I just call her Girl Captain America. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, so we cut from Namor trying to convince Shuri that the world will attack them, so they need to go to war with the world. To the world powers actually planning to wage preemptive war against Wakanda. Um, right? Val Ross and Secretary of State Richard Schiff are all sitting around a table. And Richard Schiff is basically like the president wants to destabilize Wakanda immediately. Um, so now that we know general Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross is no longer the secretary of state, we know that it's Richard Schiff and we know that the president of the United States who's mentioned twice in this movie wants to be aggressive against the Wakandans. Do you think that Harrison Ford has been cast as president Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross.
1: I want to say it's been confirmed that he's playing Thunderbolt, but I don't know about President. <laughs> I, you don't think that I, would I be I a good little. A total possibility, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: And like how. Relevant would it be to have an American president who is pretty much like a demigorg to uh screaming about things to blame stuff on? Like, if you just had <laughs> Thaddeus Ross being like, it's their fault, it's superpowered people's mm-hmm. faults, you know, like that would be pretty fitting with the, you know, the times, some would say. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> with uh, Fontaine being in the scene, you know, I was thinking of the Thunderbolts and how. I don't really know what they're going to do with this fucking team in the MCU. I, I don't see like either of the earlier incarnations being what they're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so are they just going to be mercenaries? Or are they going yeah. to be destabilizing Wakanda? Uh,
0: are they going to be black ops for the United States mm-hmm. to doing these secret missions? Yeah, yeah you know you for
1: president thunderbolt ross
0: <laughs> that's why they might be called the thunderbolts mm-hmm. except fucking val is their leader you know yeah. what i mean that would make sense because she is being her boss is thunderbolt ross right
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah uh so while queen ramonda summons namor to meet they have a little uh discussion on the beach about the terms of his prisoner's release uh nakia breaks shuri and riri williams out of the Talakon, like not underwater yet the well, waiting room right
1: I, I do want to mention that namor tells queen ramanda that uh he just threatens her tells her that he will kill Sure, I don't think it's a very Namor-like move, but I've been reading a lot of Silver Age <laughs> Namor. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Hickman Namor, eh, probably.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, and I think the way he says it is a very Namor way. Like he, he says it he so casually.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that too. Uh-huh.
0: Mm-hmm. Like he's saying it like this is not a big deal. This is just another day for me. You know what I mean? There are also
1: kind of two Namors. There's him as a person and him as a ruler that's kind of the duality a lot of uh the marvel leaders have that makes them interesting
0: agreed agreed um nikia breaking shuri and riri williams out of this uh talocon waiting room area Mm -hmm. um nikia shoots one of the uh the blue ladies in the tummy Indeed. and the mer person's death kind of becomes the first act of aggression between the nations, right? The first act, like they drew first blood. The Wakandans drew first blood. They did. They did. Yeah. And Namor is fucking pissed and he gathers his people for an attack and his throne is made of the jaws of a megalodon.
1: The, uh, the score as it exits to the scene with Namor, uh, um... Uh, descending onto his throne, like the mm-hmm. the warbling uh, sound effect they use, and then the uh the score is just filled with dread. I I liked it a lot.
0: Amazing, yeah, it's great work. And his uh speech, that like rise, people of Talokan, <laughs> and like that that stuff yeah. is fucking cool. I also laugh every time because like the Talocon Atlantean like salute is like I'm doing it to you now Travis yeah the Kamehameha
1: thing it, yeah. it doesn't look as blatant in movie as it does if you're doing it in reality
0: <laughs> it looks very silly when you're doing it Yeah, yeah. Um and I love it Um
1: I, I know we've probably mentioned on podcast a lot his uh, royal, uh garb is fucking awesome
0: it rules yeah it rules.
1: And, uh, yeah yeah it's
0: awesome and his turn from compassionate to angry is one of his traits from the comic books too that you were kind of talking about before like the the kind of imbalance between namor <laughs> as a dude and namor as a ruler you yeah, know?
1: yeah, well that and just the he's one of marvel's first heroes uh like marvel comics one features him uh him, human torture, and a few others, pretty much, and yeah, I, because he's been around for so long, he's been written a lot of different ways. So
0: yeah, that's true. And they got to come up
1: for with explanations for him acting like a fucking psychopath at times, and yeah, trying to destroy the world. Uh.
0: Retconning ninety years of shit. You know yeah, I mean?
1: yeah, it, it takes some finagling.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing that comics can undo, though. There's no, nothing no. that comics can undo. Then maybe they'll bring Doctor Manhattan into the Marvel Universe for a... Uh, <laughs> just to piss
1: a- off Alan Moore? Or is that yeah. what the, the... Just to piss goal? off Alan
0: Moore, yeah. yeah. Marvel and DC haven't had an intercompany crossover in like 30 years, and the first one they do is like, yeah, we'll just do the Watchmen <laughs> characters just to piss off Alan Moore, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't care if you ruin them, you know. They kill Dr. Manhattan in uh, Avengers crossover. Um, (laughs) But I like his turn from compassion to angry and his like, I was an idiot for letting them down here. I'm sorry. Let's fucking do this. And then uh, back in Wakanda, um, what's her name? Nakia and Akoya are catching up, right? And they're name dropping Thanos to one another. Mm -hmm. Um, When Takala tap Talokan, like Jesus, uh, wages an assault on the nation city by flooding it and causing an all-out war. Namor has done this in the comics before, right? He's flooded Yeah, Wakanda.
1: yeah. Uh, it was during the AVX Avengers vs. X-Men event, which mm-hmm. I only read a few issues of. I do like his... He was possessed by the Phoenix Forest uh, at the time. So, so
0: is everybody. At the yeah, time. yeah, there, were <laughs> yeah. There, there were five of them. There were five of them.
1: I do like his Phoenix Forest costume. All of those look cool. I don't. The Phoenix gets around a little too much for my liking.
0: I, uh, Echo is the Phoenix right now.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Everyone gets a turn, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Everyone gets their rounds with I just, these shots.
1: Yeah, just Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um. I was hoping they wouldn't do the the whole flooding of Wakanda because I don't want Namor to be so far gone as a character to not be able to be a hero later.
0: Time will tell. Like I think Namor There's is gonna murder be-
1: a few important people here. Yeah, he does. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll get there.
0: He also makes me, like, Wakanda's a landlocked nation. They say it, like, constantly. He gets enough water to, like, flood a big <laughs> portion of it. But I guess the river, I don't know. You could probably write your way around that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Namor taking care of all the Wakandan flying The, uh,
1: the river was unearthed from underwater uh, earthquake activity mentioned in Endgame. Uh,
0: oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. That's a good a fucking river. Uh... mm mm-hmm yeah
1: That's it's why not, they have a new uh, a new mechanism for entering the city
0: exactly and they um they didn't flood it with ocean water they flooded it with like some sort of autesian well underneath mm-hmm. the plates right something along those something lines, along those
1: lines. Stuff, line. right? yeah, yeah
0: that works that works marvel call us we figured it out good job <laughs> travis <laughs> uh
1: we get some a bit with mbaku and he uh winds up underwater for a bit and sees an orca, but not the uh submariner villain orca.
0: <laughs> not to be confused, an with... Orca. yes. Yeah. The movie Orca. Uh
1: <laughs> Free Willy's revenge here,
0: huh? Yeah. Not to be confused with uh the Michael Jackson uh single um <laughs> from the movie Free Willy. Um I like Mumbaku throughout all of this. There's a point where he tries to size up Namor and yeah, Namor. Maybe does that's the why he looks. changes
1: his mind yeah, about maybe we should kill this guy. Maybe we should just not piss this guy off too much. No.
0: Yeah. Cause he gets punched in the tummy and for a minute you're like, and, Oh my God, did they kill Mumbaku?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He gets the, the hard wooden armor on the front of his chest shattered. Mm-hmm. Thankfully he had vibranium underneath.
0: Yeah, the wood is just ceremonial. Yeah, garb. yeah.
1: And he yeah. gets much cooler armor later on. Yeah, it's like chrome on it, and it's like a gorilla, and very cool.
0: He never takes up the mantle of the man ape, though, Travis.
1: Wonder why. Wonder why they wouldn't do that. <laughs> I imagine they probably don't call him that in the comics anymore either, for some reason. Uh, yeah, yeah
0: I, I would say so.
1: Uh, yeah. The, I would uh, say that the people that wrote Black Panther in the comics are, were probably very well-meaning, but the name was not a great choice. Uh, <laughs> there, there's a funny story about a Marvel editorial complaining about the lack of white people in Black Panther comics. So the next issue, uh, the writer had him fight the KKK. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah funny that, that's story. a pretty
0: good kind of good fuck you yeah, to that, marvel editorial for yeah, the new yeah.
1: nice yeah. compromise i would say Hmm.
0: do you think that having ever ross and val in this wasn't really like it wasn't really marvel's agenda to have like oh set up for other things it was just like editorial notes like not enough <laughs> white people in this movie
1: no no i don't think it was that yeah uh, okay yeah. yeah, I think it was just, no, we need to set up more movies.
0: Yeah, we need to sell more toys so we can have a Val toy now, you know. Um, I like how the Talocon shields are made from turtle shells quite a bit.
1: I didn't notice that. I'll I'll definitely pay attention for that later.
0: <laughs> and Namor's wings are on full display in the sequence. Mm-hmm. They use them... Kind of in an interesting way, where because they're so small, it allows him to move really quick and yeah. like turn really quick. He's
1: like a hummingbird; he just flits from one spot to the next. Kind of, it. I really like the way he flies. Uh, it mm-hmm. or something we've seen done a million times: a super a person flying. It's a little different.
0: Yeah, and it makes sense of a very silly thing in yeah. a cool way. You yeah, know, yeah. I mean, we just saw flying physics. In the movie we talked about last week with Black Adam, and mm-hmm. how they didn't look a whole lot different than the way Henry Cavill moved around in <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Schneider movies. So to see flight mechanics used in a kind of different and interesting way, and it wasn't just your stereotypical fly in the sky Marvel kicky punchy laser beam shit, was pretty fucking neat. Like him dispatching those spaceship Wakandan spaceships is pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Did, did Did the Wakanda spaceships look like they adapted chitari technology by the way in the way that they kind of looked like uh,
1: uh these like eye the creatures yeah. yeah, 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 I didn't think
0: about that didn't mention it, but
1: yeah, kind
0: of yeah, it was just something that I thought of like while I saw them in motion. I was like, oh, it's a new kind of uh starship, what do they call the other one the Talon or something along those lines? What is that toy called <laughs> um
1: <laughs> i I'm not sure on that. Uh, I will criticize one thing. We were praising the Namor flight stuff. The bit where the bridge is getting blown up and he dives into the sea is probably the worst CGI in the movie. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I didn't hate it. So it was considering how good the rest of the CGI is. I I didn't fault it too much.
0: Yeah. There are some kind of janky CGI bits like mm-hmm. the uh, scene that we were kind of just praising before when <laughs> he was underwater and that like, like rise tarlo khan yeah, right
1: yeah, his face cgi looks weird right
0: looks fucking super weird travis i didn't yeah. want to like rain yeah. on the parade there but
1: yeah yeah i had kind of forgotten about that one uh
0: he looked like a playstation 3 cutscene character kind of right a little
1: bit i hope they polish it a little bit more before the home release the way they've been editing some of the other cgi and stuff so do this you is the most was- important movie
0: <laughs> this is 100% their most important movie. Yeah. Huh. But do you think that that was janky because that was CGI'd and they wanted to make it look like murky and underwater? Because I was wondering, like, what is the choice?
1: I could see that, do being, that? maybe, but yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean,
0: have they perfected underwater filming in a way? Like, will we not well, know, know until James Cameron's avatar? Sure, yeah. You
1: can just. Film the guy and animate the the hair follicles and the the feathers separately. film of the guy talking. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Film the guy speaking. Yeah, and then throw
1: yeah. a, a blue filter over the fucking thing. And
0: yeah, yeah, or like put All a fish a tank day. really close yeah, and yeah, shoot yeah. it through a fish tank or something like that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> indeed, indeed. Remember
0: when we thought that the Aquaman movie, they were going to be talking in, like, little air bubbles? Like, why do we think that? Oh, that that was 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 the Josh Whedon movie. That's what Zack Snyder did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. And I remember being like, yo, if the whole Aquaman movie is them talking, like, in little bubbles, Mm -hmm. or when they try and talk underwater, all you hear is, like, (laughs) like, you just (laughs) sound...
1: That would have been hilarious. I uh, just yeah. need subtitles for the whole thing, even mm-hmm. though it's in your native language. Uh, yeah. yeah,
0: there has not been an underwater fart bubble joke in Aquaman or any of these underwater movies yet. Do you an think?
1: Opportunity. I'm glad they missed. I know I'm not big on the the fart humor. The-
0: how funny would it be if it was a bunch of people standing in a circle in Atlantis or tallow con so and everyone's like, the
1: biggest bubbles or
0: no, not the biggest bubble, but they're all like, all right, is everybody ready? And it just turns to the one guy, maybe he'll be the uh, chubby blue man. And mm-hmm. it's just like a bubble comes up and they're like, Oh, seriously. Yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, I hope Marvel has stopped listening to our podcast. I don't want
1: mm-hmm. them getting ideas. now. that's
0: the idea <laughs> they get. That's, that's what they take. Jason Momoa, my man, that's, you know yeah. what I mean? Um,
1: How uh, did we see them saving civilians? That's... Uh,
0: always nice touch that Marvel goes out of their way to show, mm-hmm. right?
1: Much to the uh, the detriment of the film, according to some of
0: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, Man of Steel didn't show anyone saving people from the destruction, but Batman v Superman showed that it made Bruce Wayne mad, so... Mm in that cool jeep commercial at the beginning of batman v superman <laughs> where it's like land rover get over any obstacle and it's just like bruce wayne driving around in like a new land rover or whatever mm-hmm. the official vehicle of batman v superman was um
1: very little make- employees that guy had they would stay at work loyal. while there were 99 911s so, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. yeah
0: sorry guys, the boss says we can't check out yet. <laughs> Gotta file my expense reports before yeah. the boss gets here. I will know? Admit
1: that's something uh, we hate movies. I've never listen to that podcast. Again. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah It's yeah. Just kind of their bit, I'll admit it.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they also make note of uh, the one guy whose name is like Jack mm-hmm. the whole time and it's like, Jack, get over here, get over here. Um, yeah, Batman v Superman's fucking weird movie, man. And unhappy, yeah. And I feel like so much of Marvel, and it started in Age of Ultron, really, where it was just like, yo, guess what, DC, we're going out of our way to show our heroes do this. Like most of the time isn't spent fighting giant robots; it's spent like saving the people of whatever. Yeah, the entire final
1: act—it's about (laughs) equal parts.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Um. I like Namor going up to Queen Ramonda and the way his little wings perch on mm-hmm. the on the balcony, on the little lip outside of the window. It, they like zoom in on the little wings like stopping like they're pigeons. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I do. I do. Like a little That's pigeon that, person.
0: Yeah, yeah. On like a city. It yeah, made me think like you like a shoot or
1: commercial because you yeah, it's a uh, Quentin Tarantino film if
0: yeah. <laughs> Imagine Tarantino made the Namor movie. It would be our perfect Namor movie. Yeah, you know? yeah.
1: And just staring at his feet and his ankle and just for 90% of it. Yeah.
0: Would Brad Pitt, Leo, or Christoph Waltz play uh Because mm-hmm. <laughs> Jamie Foxx probably wouldn't be the best choice. Um oh, no, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Um <laughs> It's Christoph Waltz doing Aldo Rain as Namor the Submariner. Or he gets Margot Robbie to play him. Um, just so he could show her feet some more. Um, yeah, so Namor fucking blows up the fucking throne room that was holding Queen Ramonda and Riri. And give
1: sure a promotion by but, murdering his her mother.
0: Yes, yes. Pretty fucked up way to become the boss, but still, Shiri, now's your time. Before he blows up the room, what does he say as he's throwing the bombs Travis?
1: oh I don't recall right offhand
0: his famous catchphrase uh, imperious Rex I, I
1: that, he says that later in the film I mean, he does the, 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 okay I missed it in this one somehow he says
0: it in his native language at yeah. the end of the film yeah, but we get our first imper oh, first I, of two I imperious Rex it, even heard it
1: then it, it, it's, it's yes. it in English okay.
0: Yeah, 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 I didn't hear it until my second viewing, so it's okay. And I was on the lookout for an Imperius Rex the whole time so I could turn to my friend and say, he said the thing. You know what I mean? Can you also um, tell them that
1: that doesn't really mean anything relevant other than it sounds cool? And it sounds
0: so cool, though. Yes, it sounds it so cool. Sounds so cool. Doesn't make much sense for the character, <laughs> right? Is he of Greco-Roman descent or is he like Irish? Because his name's like Mackenzie
1: yeah i assume atlantis in the comics is has a, a roman tint to it but sure like, it's always been ambiguous on that uh
0: yeah so riri begins to drown and angela bassett gets to flex her amazing arm muscles uh as she goes to swim and save her and i kept thinking in the beginning of the movie about I was like, wow, this lady's shoulders are bigger than mine. They're incredible. <laughs> you know, she would make a great swimmer. She could probably do the, uh, like, the 100 yards, yeah, like, yeah. real quick. You know, so I was glad to see her um, arms on full display. It making turns the most out she's of not a
1: great swimmer, though.
0: Yeah, it turns out she dies. Um, yeah, she forgot yeah. that she has to hold her breath. And um, <laughs> the key part of swimming, I can't <laughs> breathe underwater mm-hmm. um, unless I am a... Um, what are they called? Homo Mermandos? Homo
1: mermanus.
0: Yeah, Homo Mermanis. Um, So I didn't expect Queen Ramonda to die in this movie. I didn't either. Pretty devastating little sequence with We're them three back. The I am, <laughs> Oh, I am too. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, yeah. Uh, but I, I sincerely wasn't expecting her to die and um
1: well i've already told you i was expecting her to be a black panther soon so
0: (laughs) (laughs) why else would you have angela bassett in this good a shape in this movie Mm -hmm. if you weren't going to put her in an action sequence right like I, i think about that all the time with these marvel superheroes like people get so jacked to do these things but they like sometimes don't even do anything in it like remember when fucking um God, J.K. Simmons, the Whiplash guy, got <laughs> yeah. like super duper jacked to be to, on like,
1: news reel at the end of a Spider-Man movie. <laughs>
0: yeah, or he played Commissioner Gordon. That's what he oh, got. jacked. Oh, okay. but,
1: yo, oh wow.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Zach Snyder was just like, you got to get ripped because we need a ripped Commissioner I Gordon. I they
1: thought there was going to be like a GCPD spinoff show after that. There's gonna be so much demand for more Snyderverse stuff
0: yeah more jack jk simmons mm-hmm. <laughs> telling them to keep tempo and fucking smacking them um <laughs> um yeah the the marvel like beauty aesthetic is a fucked up thing like these people getting and one thing i kind of do admire about shiri like i mean she's in good shape but they like didn't make her like bulk up or anything for this movie and she's got a lot of action scenes in this
1: she, I, I,
0: or at least her face on a stunt double does later on in the movie.
1: She is very uh, lied. I guess uh, you could argue it's cat like. I uh, yeah,
0: yeah, I
1: my initial uh inclination was to say Pharrell, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah,
2: yeah.
0: We haven't talked much about Letitia Wright, um. Who is arguably the main character of this movie?
1: Oh yeah, well I don't even think it is an argument. She's definitely the POV character for your your protagonist, the main one.
0: Yeah, she's like who you're following. Yeah. You yeah. know? And kind of to that extent, we haven't even brought up how this movie could have just been called like the women of Wakanda, the movie? Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah. They could have settled the uh who's going to be the next bionic panther uh in a lot of different ways they're actually played into that somewhat if they wanted to
2: yeah it's never
1: I, really a mystery and i see why they didn't play it up in the trailers because it's not really a plot point it's and just, it
0: would have told you mm-hmm. like who the I, one of the things i kind of am liking about this movie is like I don't know who the main character is. It's more just like an ensemble movie. It like really is like an ensemble movie. I you can know see what that. I mean? Yeah. 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 So like playing up, like who is the black Panther would have been like, you know, who's going to be the new that. black Panther. Yeah. yeah. But like, who do you think that this movie would have been a better movie if it was like, who's going to be the new black Panther. And that was like the central mystery of it the entire time. Like most of this movie is like, are they going to be able to overcome the grief of, King T'Challa mm-hmm. and, um, you know, beat Namor, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not necessarily like who's going to be the new Black Panther, which is what yeah, I thought no. this movie was going to be. I, like did, too. I did
1: too. I did yeah. too. I like the amount of Namor, so I, yeah, I wouldn't say it would have been better. It just would have been different.
0: Yeah. And do you think that any of the characters in this movie sans namor who get like more than 10 minutes of screen time are any of them a dude are any uh, of them a yeah, guy you're
1: about to complain about the mcu Is no a-
0: i'm about to say how no one has even like like this hasn't even like been complained about yet it's kind oh, of no, incredible it, like because it's it. like oh my oh you have yeah
1: Fuck. yeah yeah i saw some uh Conservative guy on Twitter earlier. Uh, it, was, it was a black and, guy, but he was complaining about how oh, the movies are
0: racist against black men. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. His Twitter handle is like Uncle Tom from the house or some uh, shit. Uh, I was thinking of
1: the Boondocks character, uh, Uncle <laughs> Rufus, or whatever his name is. Right? Yeah,
0: I got, I got a text from my friend the other day calling Kanye Uncle Rufus, uh, and I called him uh, Kellyanne Conway, which I thought was oh, kind of. Oh
2: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: yeah. Fucking. Um, Uncle but Ruckus, I think maybe Uncle Ruckus, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But I haven't seen any complaints about it, and it didn't even like sink into my mind after first viewing. I didn't just sit there and be like, "Wow, it's kind of amazing that this was a giant two hundred million dollar movie with all female heroes." Yeah,
1: yeah, you I know mean, what I mean. There's it's kind of Marco, but even then, he's he's not in. It. He doesn't get most of the action beats, really. And he's he got like less than ten minutes of it, screen time. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yes, yes. And he gets fucked up
0: by Namor. That's, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he gets bitch slapped. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yeah. It's just kind of, kind of cool, kind of cool little thing that uh, we didn't even bring up, and we haven't even like singled out Letitia right yet. But I think she's kind of awesome in this, and I was well, we nervous say about of, like, that. targeting. <laughs> well, that's the other thing yeah. I have. Previously, you know, anytime we've mentioned Letitia Wright since we've started this podcast, I've always introduced her as famous anti-vaxer Letitia Wright, right? Yeah. Or famous Twitter bigot Letitia Wright, right? Because like mm-hmm. there was a lot of controversy. Like, are they even going to? It, gonna it stick was bad with enough the-
1: that Don Cheadle called her on Twitter about her fucking anti-vax anti-trans
0: bullshit uh, yeah yeah uh, and and even some of the bullshit that she was sharing was kind of like shallow attempts to like like the um like i'm not taking this because of like the tuskegee experiments and oh stuff. yeah yeah and it's like oh my god you don't see who these people are trying to play exactly to you like to spread this bullshit yeah like uh it, it was a real fucking bummer and She's kind of awesome in this movie. Is all I want to say. Like she's I, pretty good. I. I, I yeah. Uh,
1: I still can't help but imagine what movie we've gotten if Chadwick wouldn't have passed. But that's a, a fantasy scenario. Reality is yeah. is we got what we got, and they made the best of it.
0: Yeah, and you could see what this movie would have been with Chadwick, though. Like
2: you well, see the like movie the that, that is.
1: War, Black yep. Panther conflict is one of the things that. People that have only read newer comics see Black Panther and Namor as arch enemies. That's not really been the case until Hickman's Avengers, pretty much.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that all spawned from AVX after the flooding of Wakanda. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like AVX went into my precious Marvel now, and that's when (laughs) Jonathan Hickman started his two book run on the avengers where mm-hmm. you had the new avengers which was t'challa namor tony stark doctor strange and maybe professor x's head in a jar or with beast <laughs> right because <laughs> professor x was dead and his head was in a jar and in red skull's brain right do you know about this
1: uh it's been a minute since i've read okay. uh, yeah yeah yeah
0: Okay, that that wasn't in Hickman's Adventures. That was in uh, no, that was all going on in Marvel at that time. Oh yeah, yeah, no,
1: I don't recall uh, any of that. So, oh,
0: the table setting's great because Cyclops killed Professor X in AVX, Mm -hmm. but Professor X's brain was like taken from his body by grave robbers and got put into the red skull. And like beast had a little bit of it that he used to like, talk to professor yeah. X about. Oh, well. And then, and then they started this thing called the Avengers unity team, which was an X-Men. No, that, was the a, that was the uncanny the Avengers. That was the uncanny Avengers. Yeah. The Rick Remender. And their first big arc was fighting the red skull who had Professor X's brain Okay, yeah,
1: yeah, I have read some of Uncanny Avengers. I didn't know that that was what was going on with the
0: Red Skull. And- <laughs> yep, that's what's going on oh, with the Red Skull okay. in that book. Yeah, they resurrected Professor X and Red Skull into this one being who, mm-hmm. that's why they had to start the Avengers Unity Squad. Um, And that book was fun for like six issues because uh, Joe Cassidy did the art too, mm-hmm. Uh, who kind of rules. He did the art on Uh, Whedon's Astonishing X Men, yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, I like that guy's style. Uh, But Remender hated Marvel at the time. That was the panel where he told them to uh, joke on hobo piss or something like that.
1: that? Why that series ended (laughs) prematurely?
0: Yes, sir. And Remender (laughs) left Marvel at that time. Yeah, it was pretty Um, funny. He
1: hasn't come back either, right?
0: He has not come back. He went off to Image and did uh, like Black Science and um, Deadly Class, and he's thriving. Rick Remender's thriving. Um, he's a, a gnarly dude. You know Master what's funny? First run, <laughs> yeah, by far the best X Force run. By far, like the uncanny X Force, totally rips. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was one of it There were so many Avengers books at that time. But the two mainline Avengers books were the Hickman Avengers teams yeah, yeah. and uh, the Illuminati one, and the New Avengers was like this whole Black Panther, Namor, like conflict. they You're just
1: saying team, but they also fucking hate one another.
0: (laughs) Yeah, badly. And Namor won't help during the Infinity event because it's like at Wakanda and they won't allow him in. That's Yeah, yeah. well at one
1: point uh, when Thanos is hunting for the Infinity Gems, Namor lies to him and basically tells him that what he's looking for is in Wakanda and sets the Black Order on them pretty much. Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And it's like uh, visually, it's like identical to the battle in Infinity War, right? Yeah, it's very like,
1: similar. I'm going to say it takes place in the Infinity uh, comic that Hickman did. Yeah, I don't think it's part of that necessarily, but it's not directed in the Omnibus, is what I'm trying to say. And
0: oh, it isn't the Infinity issues so. are not. Wow, yeah, yeah. I uh, that infin- Yeah, that that's a bummer because that Infinity event was one of the rare events where. I just so happened to read the two books that were yeah. coinciding with that event. So you know how Hickman loves a like spreadsheet, like page
1: in the yeah, beginning. yeah, 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 like, yeah. Uh, like Diagrams Hickman, and charts and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. Hickman
0: loves diagrams and charts. And when he does crossovers, he loves the like, here's every book and the exact point mm-hmm. in time where I'm writing it. So you can understand my really annoyingly difficult story to understand. Um, and infinity had some good ones like infinity that- also
1: has uh one cosmic bit that I absolutely love where a bunch of the the spacefaring races all meet up including like a brood queen who's talking in a sentient manner and i I just dug the hell out of that and mm-hmm. yeah
0: I- <laughs> mm-hmm. It's got a good moment where like Ronan the Accuser and Thor like join forces and mm-hmm. like everyone's got a hammer and a uh, and a Ronan hammer. Yeah. You know what I mean. Ronan is a character like,
1: that was uh, vastly underutilized in MCU.
0: Agreed. So on that tip, how do you feel about Coogler being the? marvel guy who cares most about his fucking bad guys being actual bad guys right like yeah yeah we yeah, haven't gotten to the well end but ma-
1: character i don't like what he did with claw that's the only negative uh just in that he murdered him and age <clears throat> Voltron set up a, a bad guy for down the line and then he's mm-hmm. dead midway through the movie uh,
0: yeah you're mad that the the white guy died in Black Panther I know
1: yeah um, yeah he mm-hmm. could have just been grievously wounded mm-hmm.
0: they could have just turned him into the uh, he, he, physical he personification know. of electricity isn't that what Claw is now in the comics right
1: my mind yes yeah, he's, yeah. he's a living sonic being
0: yeah they could have like made him a ghost in a machine or whatever yeah. you know what I that's mean not,
1: that's not difficult to animate
0: no come on set it up so someone else can knock it down you yeah, know what I mean? yeah yeah well, no
1: yeah. it's just that's a Marvel problem in general Yeah, same thing with crossbones Hmm.
2: Uh,
0: are you happy that this movie didn't have any kids in a floating head that looks like the Teletubby Sun, like uh thor 11 thunder had remember that uh, cgi
1: oh boy yeah how could you forget yeah <laughs> are like, does my theater really
0: suck this bad or is this what it actually looks like? They replaced like, nope.
1: it with worse CGI like, for the whole I know, race. Yeah, I yeah. know, I know. It's, it's crazy. Amazing.
0: Yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. But Coogler, I, I was telling you before we went on air, uh, had this interview with Collider and the guy asked him like, you know, basically how do you make bad guys that matter yeah. and people give a shit about? Because Marvel has had this problem with bad guys that are just kind of stand-ins. Like, they turn Ronan the Accuser into just, like, the guy like at so, the end of Guardian. Yeah. Well, just the guy, yeah. Just, like, the guy. Or Malekith, just into, like, the guy. The mm-hmm. big, heavy guy at the end of the fucking movie. That The, the guys main villain,
1: in the villain right. of Jason Aaron's Thor run.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. Very entertaining villain in that run. Uh, yeah, I definitely, like, Ryan Kugler's villains, even Claw, he's entertaining while he's there. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah, I uh, I would have loved for Ronan to have been handled with the care that Namor has.
0: Yes, yeah. So yeah, or even Killmonger had in the first one. Like, Killmonger is such a nothing Black Panther bad guy, like, oh, comic yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And Kugler turned him into kind of the main character. Of that movie. a lot of
1: toys with that guy now.
0: <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah we haven't even gotten to how you might be able to get a Black Panther Wakanda Forever Killmonger figure with Michael B. Jordan and mm. cool fucking cool fucking robes mm-hmm. um we haven't even finished Angela Bassett's fucking funeral scene dude <laughs> so Angela Bassett didn't get sucked up into a uh boop, 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 like into boo 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 they a
1: secret where they're keeping all these coffins I guess <laughs>
0: Throwing him in the ocean, Namor's like, get me, you know. Um, Mumbaku has some good lines at at the, the funeral mm-hmm. where he's kind of advising Shuri to kind of remain with her spiritual side and not bury herself into technology and for the rest of the movie basically Shuri's like nah fuck you basically (laughs) and you know like anytime Mumbaku gives her advice she's like or the exact opposite thing you know um yeah and she's just like will bury herself in technology for the rest of the character
1: that's going to encourage tradition stuff and yes
0: yeah it's fine it's fine not all traditions Um, are
1: good but some yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah um we kind of get the conclusion of the Ross Val stuff that went nowhere. Yeah, uh, Ross is in his kitchen and finds like Val has broken in to watch Anderson Cooper on CNN, <laughs> and this is the other one where I got to see the ticker when I watched it before, where there's some kind of um thing about a trade agreement and new Asgard being reached oh, or okay. something along oh, those okay. lines. Yeah. So I know there was some talk about the Thunderbolts or some of this Val stuff leading to like infiltrating new Asgard for reasons too. That's been oh, yeah. like a, yeah, that's like another sketchy thing that Marvel would do. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, these people are war heroes. They saved us against Thanos and the U S government's like, yeah, but we still want to know everything about them. <laughs> um, <laughs> of yeah. Anderson Cooper is, uh, reporting on the death of queen Angela Bassett and, um, Val lets Ross know that she's had him tapped the new about this the whole time mm-hmm. and puts him in prison, right? That's the end of this thing. Rightfully goes, so.
1: She's in the right on this because he did commit treason.
0: He did. And she somehow learned how to tap kimono beads.
1: I, uh, I was not going to mention that, but yeah, that is the thing that she did.
0: Yeah, this subplot went nowhere um, in the context of this movie and yeah, solely yeah. exists to set up future marvel mcu story lines and plots right they tell us where we are right mm-hmm. no yeah. bucky bucky was uh prisoner in wakanda right no
1: no zemo
0: is uh oh no Bucky's... zemo yeah, zemo yeah. was prisoner of wakanda yeah, that's yeah. what i meant
1: to say uh, bucky is not welcome in wakanda though so true
0: yeah is zemo in the thunderbolts
1: no not that we know of i not uh, that
0: we know of do you think one of the sub in the Thunderbolts would be to break Zemo out for reasons to piss off the Wakandans or anything along those lines?
1: No, that, that would be the worst idea. Um, if, you're you're into a a person, if you're wanting to uh, undercut the Wakandans and you have a character that doesn't particularly like them mm-hmm. and they have a super soldier now, uh, again, in the form of the Black Panther, and he hates them as well. Yep. Maybe. And mm-hmm. maybe they just haven't announced it. I would like Zemo to be in that movie since he is in the comics, and
2: mm-hmm. I don't have a
1: like the Thunderbolt movie. I like the characters in it, but I nothing I've really heard about it has made me particularly excited for it.
0: Yeah, I'd rather have the well, even, um, even the, the Legion of uh, what's what's the Marvel version of the Legion of um, Doom, the um. No. masterminds of evil or whatever
1: oh the masters of evil yeah
2: yeah mm-hmm.
0: i'd rather thunderbolts was the masters of evil movie like i'd rather a zemo
2: do that super
0: team yeah, yeah. do that that yeah. would be fun zemo modok <laughs> yeah. the uh all uh little animated guys and the the little animated guy in the the Krang oh, body oh yeah arm and zola, zola? zola. Yeah. yeah have a team of zemo and then just like floating brain characters mm-hmm. you know Make it a quirky comedy where he just like a perfect strangers where <laughs> he hates living in this house of uh, of Krangs, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that would work, right? Because this is obviously setting up something, and with why some, would you have Val yeah. here if the Wakandans weren't going to be the central theme of the Thunderbolts, right? And all this talk about the destabilization of Wakanda against the world and
1: stuff. I like guess we should kind of hope that that's what they're <laughs> going with since. If it isn't, then it makes even less sense.
0: It makes even less sense, right? That's yeah, yeah. where my brain
1: is There are is a lot of super right soldiers now. in that Thunderbolt sign up, as we're also going to mention, and that's made it and ghost. less
0: <laughs> And Ghost. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, she's been a uh, merch and done all that sort of government uh, black ops stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of super soldiers... That movie should have just been called Sebastian Stan and Florence Pugh presents Marvel (laughs) movie.
1: (laughs) Indeed, indeed.
0: Yeah. So uh, Shuri mourning the loss of not only her brother, but also Angela Bassett decides it's time to step the fuck up and fight back. And we get like a science training montage Mm -hmm. with uh, Shuri synergizing the heart-shaped herb and uh, re-rebuilding a new suit. And, um, with
1: a hammer, and yeah, with a
0: hammer, yeah, I
1: don't I don't know what the process is for uh refining vibranium or shaping it, but I wasn't expecting a a fucking human hammer and all that
2: mm-hmm.
1: yep, <laughs> unless
0: it's a vibranium hammer, right? You think there would
1: be and- like sound waves involved of some kind since they mentioned that.
0: Does something to vibranium but yeah, yeah vibranium on vibranium mm-hmm. uh famously causes like shocking rifts in reality and terrible universe.
1: cgi
0: as well <laughs> yeah yeah big uh bushy whoosh like mm-hmm. the the cgi equivalent of that noise um yeah there's uh a lot of riri stuff here to kind of complain about where it's like she was so unnecessary and there's the little uh so where'd you learn how to science it's like from my dad before well you know <laughs> and it's like yeah, yeah. yeah my dad died too it's like i learned to science from my older brother you know a lot of like kind of kind of frumpy generic talking yeah, stuff yeah. going on here that was kind of making a lot of Riri stuff in this was the stuff that made me not audibly grown but be like oh she gets the woos she gets the no, Not that this comes time. later
1: during the big uh, the big battle. Yeah, yeah, it's it's full bad. Anakin. <laughs>
0: yeah, full Anakin, and she has a line during that battle that like she's like, "He's fast, but I'm faster," and like uh, I groaned at uh, it. Yeah, yeah. But then I think of the comic book panel of like you see it her propulsion. Be, yes, yeah, yeah, and it would be, but I'm faster. And then faster would be written big, but and It would was be like, in a
1: thought bubble or something."
0: yeah but like i wouldn't like groan if i read that in a comic no, all the time no. but hearing it out loud i'm like man the things you're into are for children you know <laughs> um,
2: <laughs>
0: they also want to rig up the Wakandan, uh, the wakandan warbird to kind of act like a heat chamber so they could trap namor in there and mm-hmm. kind of dry his ass out that's also like a little bit that's, yeah yeah
1: um, they figure out um uh- his weakness, which is very... That's his comic weakness as well, kind of. I couldn't
0: remember if that's Namor's comic weakness or Aquaman's comic weakness. I, I thought it was Aquaman. it's both of them, though.
1: It's more severe with Aquaman, from what I understand. Uh, 30
0: minutes out of the water. 30 Earth yeah, minutes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Namor won't die from being out of the water, but he may develop amnesia. Oh, no. Or <laughs> uh, become a giant asshole. Uh, which... Yeah, he's got to keep that blood oxygen uh, level uh, level, or he he becomes a tyrant.
0: Well, there was um. I know amnesia is your favorite trope <laughs> in film.
1: Definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's uh, you know, I've, I've often asked about it because of the amnesia subplots in the Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> and I'm like, you get excited, Travis, for when you finally get to see those. Um, but I was looking up like where Namor has appeared in other media and, mm-hmm. um, prior to this movie like has there ever been a live action anymore that i don't know about and i found out that there was this uh short-lived american science fiction fantasy television series that ran for 13 episodes on NBC in 1977 before being canceled called the man from atlantis which starred uh dallas and step-by-steps patrick duffy as an amnesiac man who thinks he's the leader of a lost civilization of Atlantis and he actually is and this was supposed to be a Namor television show but they couldn't get the rights to using the name Namor or something like that so they just made this mm-hmm. I had no idea this existed it looks like in vain of greatest American hero or six million dollar man or something though right
1: yeah yeah I could see that uh, I can't imagine pitching a Namor series but the way they're doing it where he's it's not gonna be in the water much <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. He's going to be Patrick Duffy having amnesia most of the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The scenes I see of him, like the screen grabs I'm looking at, like where he's in the water, he is wearing like a green, green swim trunks though, oh. which is pretty cool. So I will be checking the show out. Um Nice bit of irony that Sherry's able to synthesize the heart-shaped herb uh <laughs> using fibers from the bracelet that Namor had gifted her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. His, his kindness leading to his eventual defeat. Um, so after synthesizing the herb, Shiri, Nakia, and Riri prepare it using the same traditional tools that we saw in the first movie. And uh, they lay Letitia right down and make her the new Black Panther. So was- Yeah, there's this a warning the- about
1: possible cardiac arrest. And I wondered, are either of these two people doctors that she's- or they, well, they have, have the, to go run grab a guy
0: they have the uh artificial intelligence he's probably got a doctor oh, yeah yeah you, know, you know like trevor noah what do we do you know <laughs> um so when you take the heart shaped herb you go to the astral plane or the uh
2: ancestral
0: yes which is like a spiritual realm and you, when you become the black panther you meet your ancestor that you're like gonna embody the spirit of right that's like the whole deal with this thing yeah yeah. and this got the big audible gasp in the movie theater i didn't think killmonger would come back from the dead i'm happy killmonger did not he did
1: not Uh, i know a lot of people were pushing for killmonger to be written back in and become the black panther even though that wouldn't make a whole lot of fucking sense and he wasn't actually a nice guy. <laughs>
2: yeah he, <laughs> he was choked the woman bad guy. and murdered
1: his girlfriend uh, with very little cause and uh
0: tried to commit world uh hostile takeover yeah, and
1: genocide. He wasn't really wrong, but he his methods were very, very wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he damaged his own uh, wakandan society by burning his heart shaped herb <laughs>
0: And uh, the political turmoil in the yeah, nation yeah. that didn't really deserve it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Other nations have done worse things than Wakanda did. You know?
1: That's it. He was a good villain. <laughs> and I guess I'm wanting to see more of him. But.
0: Charismatic actor, very handsome. Mm-hmm. As uh, I told you beforehand, there was a giant cardboard cutout of Michael Bajordan for <laughs> Creed Three outside of uh, my theater on thursday night when i was going in and i was thinking like how can i take this thing home with me you know what i mean and explain that without sounding like a crazy person um i liked how she saw killmonger because much like killmonger she wanted to take the heart-shaped herb to uh for vengeance to seek vengeance on her dead um her dead, uh, relatives, you know, murderer basically. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, Michael Jordan looking great too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, to I thought he was used
1: perfectly in this. Uh, it gives people what they wanted a bit more Killmonger without doing something preposterous, like making him the Black Panther.
0: And in this fucking movie, that is a tribute to the first Black Panther, yeah, as yeah. much as it's a sequel to the first Black Panther, Bringing Michael B. Jordan back for this kind of celebration of T'Challa is yeah. cool. It's cool. Mm-hmm. I like it. And I'm happy it didn't leak as well, even though... Yeah,
1: Paul, I'm glad it was him and not Chadwick Boseman being... Uh,
0: CGI'd? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul Walker uh, saying, why'd you leave early or whatever? Why'd you leave? Um, Or Grandma Tarkin. Um,
1: oh, I was thinking of the Sopranos, the, the mom and dad. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. That's an early example of uh, (laughs) using someone's likeness in a creepy CGI manner.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm super stoked that they didn't do any of that and they just
1: brought back Killmonger.
0: Mm -hmm. And this shot looked amazing. Like, her getting mad and the throne room being the water and the fire. Yeah, yeah, they showed
1: that bit in the trailer and wonder how that is going on or whatever, but it makes complete sense here and... Him find the devil on the shoulder thing where yeah yeah, works yeah. Too.
0: Uh, yeah i uh I liked all this um when she gets up from the ceremony. And is refusing to tell them. They're like, hey, who'd you see? How'd it go? And yeah, it's just like, yeah, never yeah. mind. Oh, it went. I
1: didn't see anything. She's being yeah. irrationally skeptical, I guess. Yeah.
0: Nothing. Nothing worked. You know yeah, what I mean? Uh, I like, don't have like
1: superpowers you know, and, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: I didn't see Killmonger, everybody. Yeah, I no, swear. Not. Yeah. I swear it wasn't Killmonger. And then she punches a thing and it goes flying.
1: I don't think she actually ever tells anyone who she saw. I know but, she gets asked again later,
0: but she's like, go fuck yourself. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Doesn't matter who I saw. Nobody. Yeah, um, yeah. And then uh, they're like, well, I think you need a suit now. And we get this cool, like, ominous synth score. This, like, yeah. Um. and again, I didn't see Killmonger. It's like, which suit do you want? It's like, I don't take the one that looks like Killmonger. <laughs> you know what I mean? Her suit is cool. Um, I want to ask you what you think of the suit, because I think it being one more cat-like to fit Shuri, right, mm-hmm. who did become the Black Panther in the comics for a little while, so this all makes sense, Shuri is the Black Panther um, and um, I like how it had the ceremonial dots on yes. her head
1: yes, did give away that it was Shuri in front of
0: me, <laughs> which is a bummer and me and you being like, it might not be Shuri Marvel's, uh, looking at Marvel's- old pictures of
1: her and be like, wait a minute <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: You know, Marvel changes trailers last minute all they the do. time. Yeah, I re- yeah, remember Hulk running in Infinity War.
1: Um, you know what I could have used for this suit
0: hmm?
1: is a mane. I know Panthers don't have manes, but Shuri as Black Panther had a, a bit of fur in your collar and looks yeah. cool.
0: Looks cool. Big fan of Completely fur collar,
1: probably, but-
0: and probably difficult to animate. You know, with all the are you uh, saying this
1: wasn't a person in a real suit? This wasn't practical?
0: <laughs> you don't think? Do you think that was a wire work where it was reverse photography of the, her getting pulled up into the spaceship?
1: Yeah, absolutely, I, I thought that was what we were both assuming. Uh,
0: would it be a better movie if it was stop motion elephants <laughs> and rhinos and and wire work?
1: I would enjoy that almost as much, probably. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, I don't think it would have made would make as much money.
0: <laughs> um you don't think that anyone thought something was up when she chose Killmonger's colors too, right? The the gold and the because I've been saying this. I was like, I think it's cool that she chose Killmonger suit, and people are like, She chose Killmonger suit? I was like, Yeah, well, he was the gold Black Panther, right? Well it is in the mirror match, It is
1: the same color combo, but I think to yeah. a different suit. Uh okay. hers is more skin tight.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Well, she has boobs and a butt, so um
1: I they didn't give her the old boob armor, which is the uh <laughs> common she, and criticized. Yeah.
0: yeah, well she one, she's not like as uh well endowed in the uh when does
1: that ever stop them from giving someone move armor? Well, that, I, well they <laughs>
0: still have little. Like, she has lady humps there that are shaped differently than Michael Bajordan humps. You know what I mean? Mm. In my opinion, I think so.
1: I wasn't it, looking at that. I was looking at the, the rest of the suit, and uh, mm-hmm. I don't see sex or anything. yeah.
0: Uh, what do you. Um, <laughs> What do you think about how in the first Black Panther, Shuri had that little subplot, right, where she was helping out Everett Ross and saving his life, and then she puts him in the the drone ship, right? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, she's like, and I'm going to go outside with my gauntlet things. And in that, like, five seconds from her going into the uh, fight with the gauntlet armor and previously being with Thunderbolt Ross, she also puts on the ceremonial... Makeup (laughs) very quickly.
1: I had noticed it. I think it was the right color though. I, uh, did you notice
0: the 3d printer throughout this movie and think it was funny that they were 3d printing stuff?
1: Uh, I didn't notice it. I didn't, that's just the way the future or the current. Yeah, I know. I know.
0: <laughs> I've been like looking at 3D printers and part of me was like making a joke where um, she's like, is it is it ready? And it's like, it's ready. And they print it and it's just like a little baby Yoda action figure. Because <laughs> it's like all I'm going to do with mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a blue baby yoda action yeah. figure that's like uh-huh. anyone i know with a 3d printer all they've ever done is like look i made this darth vader bobblehead and i'm like cool where'd you get it it's like some file on the internet you know what yeah. i mean i listen to the podcast making... uh, jake he's
1: done the whole 3d printing thing
0: yeah jake's made some cool like armor stuff right yeah, like, yeah uh, uh, iron yeah. man hands
1: yeah
0: yeah that is fucking dope that is fucking dope Yeah, I want to get a 3D printer for um, illustration work. And my idea is to make the characters on some sort of 3D printing software oh, yeah. with like generic like templates that you can download like guy trench coat this that and then just like print them out and then take pictures of the action figures and then just light box actual pictures mm-hmm. of action figures of characters that i make this has been my like master i was like i'm gonna buy a 3d printer and then i see this bitch fucking making heart-shaped herbs and stuff like that out of these goddamn things i think too small I was thinking too small. I was thinking baby Yoda and yep. John Constantine action figures. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> like, why don't they sell an action figure for Jamie Foxx's character and Colin Farrell and Michael Mann's Miami vice. I have to go out and buy this thousand dollar printer to make my own bootleg Miami vice action figures. You know, life
1: just isn't fair.
0: Yeah. I want a gongly, uh, Colin Farrell <laughs> in a cigarette boat, like play set. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where it says I'm a fiend for uh mojitos and then there's like a little like a bar playset set that comes with it and mm-hmm. you can recreate the uh dance scene between Gongli um who spoke no English during the filming of that movie. It was all done phonetically. She had no idea what oh, she was why saying Why would
1: she need to uh to speak
0: English? <laughs> she was playing a Brazilian, right? Or something right? <laughs> she
1: was playing a Cuban. That's it, that's a Cuban. <laughs> Cuban. Apologies.
0: and then there's Cuban actors in that movie with like Japanese last names at one point. Like one of the cops, his name is like That's like
1: uh, like an Italian guy, and he I forget what his last name is, but it's definitely he's supposed to be a Japanese man and Yeah. It is jarring. I don't understand he just like like actors. He didn't care that Yeah. Yeah. Dongli is also not Cuban. I I guess we should mention yeah, by the name, the name but...
0: by the name Gong Li. Yeah. Yeah. She was my big reason for going to see Mulan in theaters, okay. the uh Disney live action remake, because I was like, oh, Gong Lee's in this fucking movie? And like Michelle Yeoh I'm gonna go see this thing. Mm-hmm. And uh it was not good, but I was yeah! still I, and I'm not even like a big Gong Lee fan, but I'll I'm gonna ride with her for the rest of my life because of her phonetic yeah. performance where <laughs> she's like i am not a drug dealer i am a businesswoman." you know what mm-hmm. i mean like driving a boat it's like i know a good place
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like the performance is so weird and the music is much louder than the dialogue for most of it too um yeah it's a good time so the border tribe is protecting all the wakandans after namor's attack mm-hmm. And Shuri swoops in showing the people the Black Panther lives on. Travis, is this the part that you were saying was practically done where she jumps out of the
1: I believe so. The okay. uh the the predator uh handshake and, uh you son of a bitch uh, is <laughs> is framed the same way. It is uh, amazing. Ten yeah. out of ten movie here, guys. That's it. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And here yeah. is where uh, Michael talks about how cool Namor is. He's been reading books, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, he knows yeah. more about him and how he's a god to his people. And
0: <laughs> They call him Cuckoo Khan. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Bruggy, By the I way. General
1: again, but that's how he says it. That's how he says it. Uh,
0: you brought up the predator scene. Right, the handshake. I just yeah. gotta say, Travis, you're you're like you speak my love language because I say uh they have a cool arm wrestling um moment, mm-hmm. proving her strength and truly taking it over the top was yeah. my was gonna be my bit. Oh, yeah, Bach, I, she she puts the Black Panther hat on yeah, backwards. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. That's what the, the Black Panther suit on top of the mane is like a trucker bill cap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, He mentions that he's that Namor is as strong as the Hulk under the right conditions.
0: Oh, he does. Yes, remember the Hulk. Remember the Hulk. (laughs) Um, Do you think on the set of um, Creed that Ryan Coogler was ever going up to Stallone, being like, "By the way, I I love over the top." Do you ever think? Do you think like there was like a day on set over at craft services and Coogler's like, by the way, I just gotta say, I watched over the top a lot on HBO as a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, had to have happened.
1: You think it had to come up mm-hmm. very naturally. And
0: he was like, I loved you in predator. And he yeah. said, but that wasn't me. I was in stop on my mom will shoot that year. <laughs> <laughs> I made mean, uh, the um, musical of the comedy." Of-
1: I think we've talked about on the podcast about how Stone wound up in stop or my mom will shoot.
0: It was like Schwarzenegger sent him a fake kindergarten cop script, right?
1: Uh, like, no, uh, no. Uh, uh, Arnie. Uh, was yeah. 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 In interest. He, you know, that it leaked, I guess that he was interested in doing this stop or my mom will shoot. And they were kind of competing regularly. So mm-hmm. that's what made Stone sign on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I Stone, was thinking.
1: Uh, not stone, but uh, Army had a habit of fucking with people in general. Like even all <laughs> the way back to bodybuilding days, where like uh, I remember hearing a story about a foreign competitor coming in, and how uh, Arnold told them that whenever you're done posing, you scream really loud. And <laughs> that's part of the what they do over here. And yeah,
0: the guy just got out there and like popped a hemorrhoid, screamed really loud. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like rah, and his yeah, ass just
0: shoots yeah, yeah. blood. Yeah. Uh, um yeah, Artie was a total dick. I I, I heard it as Arnold had basically sent that to stallone's made sure stallone's agents got that when he was making kindergarten it's possible to to like make stallone jealous like by the way arnie's doing this kids movie you got to find a family-friendly vehicle Uh, and they're like yeah you got to do stop or my mom will shoot like that'll be the one you know like um didn't the rock just talk about modern context like the rock had the tooth fairy right yes
1: he
0: did vin diesel had the pacifier right
1: That is kind of the trend, right? Uh, Yeah, yeah. uh, Hulk Hogan had Mr. Nanny or or something along those lines, right?
0: And Suburban Commando. Yeah, uh,
1: two terrible movies, as is all of Hulk Hogan's filmography outside of Rocky, I I suppose.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Outside of his uh, critically acclaimed portrayal as Thunder Lips Mm -hmm. in uh, Rocky Three. Yeah,
1: yeah, where he's playing pretty much himself, right?
0: Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) i watched a lot of suburban commando but hogan was making bullshit like that way past when he had to make bullshit like that like he did uh whatever it's called three ninjas yeah, high, noon yeah. at high noon mountain right
1: <laughs> yeah yeah uh i wanted to say that it's probably the last uh, movie i remember him being in a, any note which is <laughs> A little bar.
0: <laughs> the last hulk hogan movie yeah. of any note was the first direct-to-video installment of three ninjas yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he could have ended up like ernie reyes jr and been in like surf ninjas four or something like that <laughs> right <laughs> like direct-to-video sequels of direct-to-video action kids movies mm-hmm. you know like um the first surf ninjas i think was like ernie reyes jr and like rob schneider i think or so it had someone annoying like that right but i remember there being a sweet um game gear tie-in to that and um i was a game gear over um what's it called game boy kid because I had a game gear and I remember being like, Oh, they finally see me. They finally represent me <laughs> the kid, without the game boy who has the game gear. Um, all right. So let's talk about the final act, right? This stands as uh, an internal battle for Shuri, as well as she learns um, to overcome her own demons for her nation to win. Right. The Wakandans lure talokan to the ocean with vibranium detectors Mm-hmm. and meet them with a gigantic battleship. Um And this is the set piece for the final fight, basically, that lasts the rest of the movie. Um I think the final fight sequence to this movie is a significant improvement over the first Black Panther.
1: How could it not be? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. I uh just, on a lot of levels, I think it, in some ways it's a better final fight scene than the end game because it looks like an actual phrase
0: yes and there's very it's a contained environment, so yeah. you see all angles of it the underwater and you understand there's like land nearby basically and yeah, yeah. having it just contained to this small place rather than being like she's in the palace and there's the field and <laughs> i'm in the woods and like just all these things mm-hmm. just happening concurrently like i truly understand the Uh, desire to bring one of these giant epic battles to like a more confined place because it is a way fun way to use that environment. Like they had people jumping over the ship and mm-hmm. fighting on the side of the ship. They have people fighting underneath the ship in the ocean. They have Riri flying around the ship. You know, everyone has color palettes as well, where mm-hmm. there's like blue boys versus the red boys versus the Mumbaku guys. Right. Mm-hmm. Versus uh, the ladies with the bald heads um, <laughs> and the flying Riri. Yeah, uh, yeah, Williams, who we haven't talked about. And they who... gradually so introduce
1: like the the people in the super suits as the, the battle goes on, a multi stage fight. Uh, mm-hmm. well done, well done,
0: well done. Uh, uh Shuri has gauntlets, her air
2: blasters. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I liked the the Panther gauntlets in the first movie for her. I uh I thought it was a very goofy design, and I was glad to see it return in some form in this.
0: I think it's a fun accessory to pop on to my Shuri Marvel Legends figure. <laughs> not a sponsor. Not a sponsor of this podcast, but uh, I guarantee you, in my spare parts drawer of uh, things that pop on and off of action figures, I either have Shuri's hands or those gauntlets laying around <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, and are we to suppose that nanotechnology controls that kind of like an Iron Man suit? Right? Yeah, I believe so.
1: I believe so at this point.
0: Do you think Shuri was vain enough to already have had an, uh Black Panther costume made for her uh, <laughs> so quickly after becoming a Black Panther?
1: No, it, all of that stuff, it feels like Namor is giving them a lot of time to grieve.
0: <laughs> Do you think that she asked her AI to make a scan and had it 3D printed?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's exactly how that went.
0: All right, cool, cool. <laughs> We're writing our spinoff, our Black Panther novelization. These are the details you don't get at home, kids. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um yeah, because I thought it was funny. It's like, wow, that was really quick. She picked out this costume and mm-hmm. got the color coordination taken care of and everything. Um, what do you think of Riri Williams' Metroid Prime ass costume uh, here?
1: I like it well enough. Uh, it's an iron suit. Uh-
0: it's an iron suit that looks like a heart, Travis.
1: I kind of wish that the, uh, maybe it does. And I just didn't notice, but the, the face screen with the, the LED lights or whatever.
0: Oh, the first person face screen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I wish that, uh, had facial expressions. It oh, would you be wish the actor
0: was better? <laughs> no, 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 no,
1: no. The, uh, not the, the shots of her, uh,
0: Oh, oh okay, the, like, okay. The
1: outside face screen. Yeah, you're like, talking
0: about the exoskeleton? You yeah, wish yeah. the exoskeleton the, emoted? The black
1: visor with the, the blue lighting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wish that uh, had little facial expressions. Yeah. I'm sure it would look super silly, probably, but...
0: It would be fun if a giant iron mech suit had eyebrows that, like, went up and down. Yeah, like yeah, when yeah. Like, to do something? Like yeah, hey. I am mean, thinking
1: of Spider-Man's eye... Uh, eye... Yeah. things. It's right, yeah. I'm losing my words.
0: <laughs> no, no, I understand. I'm thinking of um, Iron Man doing the people's eyebrow when The Rock plays them in the yeah, reboot yeah. 10 years from now. You know.
1: Well, you just do a lot with the uh, lights that uh, emote.
0: Yeah, yeah. I thought the Riri stuff was the goofiest part of the end. Yeah,
1: I know, we've well, already complained about multiplying, but uh, the woo yeah. that she does, that's never <laughs> been good in any movie. I wish people would stop amazing mm-hmm. actors. Sound excited in that manner.
0: The uh kind of big reveal that we talked about a little bit before to when we were talking about the Okoye hating the Midnight's uh angel armor, and then her finally coming around to it, and we get to see her and two other members of the Dora rock rocking some sort of uh, Iron Man kind of door Milaje Wakandan armor that looks like a Mortal Kombat character, but mm-hmm. kind of dug how, even though we couldn't see their face, they gave them the Iron Man first-person POV view.
1: They did. They do show their face sometimes because... Uh, actress, child <laughs> rice mm-hmm. And bad
0: CGI. Like, go away.
1: I wish they would have just kept that on the entire time. I, yeah. I guess they wanted to show that the actors were actually present and it wasn't just CGI. A tuma?
0: It wasn't yeah. just the Tuma. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just the Tuma. It was the lady from The Walking Dead, too. Mm-hmm. Um... We know that there's a Wakanda television series like in development, and there's been rumors of what that's going to be. If it's going to be a Shuri show or a Lapita show or a Dora Milaje show. And people have talked about the midnight angel armor kind of being the central plot. And that seems like what they're setting
1: up here. Right. That's that's right. Like the Okoye show is what I had heard rumored most strongest early on and with her being one of the people wielding the thing. Yeah, that that would make sense.
0: But isn't she in like three of the ten Walking Dead spin-off shows that are coming out for AMC?
1: Well, I have I no idea. I haven't watched that one in a good while.
0: Yeah. The last episode I think is tomorrow night. Oh, really? Or the night of this uh this show coming out. Yeah, yeah. Hmm? Finally. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> I fell off on that show during the governor arc because
2: ah yeah like i was
0: reading the walking dead monthly when the Governor storyline was being published and Mm -hmm. remember thinking like this is some of the most excited i've been for new comics in a long time Mm. like in a long time um i was really digging it back then and i remember it sucking balls on the television (laughs) show and like liking the first two seasons of that show quite a bit you know like i'm a big john bernthal fan as we've talked about on this uh show a couple Mm -hmm. times um but I think that actress is like still going to be in Walking Deadland for another however many centuries uh, they yeah. decide to keep her character alive. Um, so Shuri lures Namor into the heated ship, right? <laughs> and he starts wreaking havoc on it, basically. Yeah, uh, kind of good one on one between Shuri and Namor here, though. The, the fighting,
1: yeah. I'm surprised they had him stay as strong as he was. When he's being evaporated, <laughs> pretty much dehydrated,
0: it? Yo, the ship explodes and they crash on like a beach away from water. Mm-hmm. And there is a really good shot of Namor's back muscles as like Shuri swings at him and yeah. he like uses his fucking giant tricep and back muscle to basically like block her punch and like. I felt that. I saw that. I see you, Namor actor, being good <laughs> and looking like a comic book character. Um, the entire Shuri v. Namor beach fight fucking rules. The use of dude, some, limited music, like really brutal. Punchy. There's a
1: little bit of uh, like Hong Kong uh, bits where when you hit somebody, dust flies off of them. But it mm-hmm. makes sense if they're on a, a beach and it's not just... Mysterious dust materialize. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. There's a lot of Hong Kong in the expressiveness of the punching. Like it shows Shuri get a couple really good hits in, and then like slow mo of Namor being actually messed up and having a little bit of blood on yeah. him. Like slow mo of him doing this, and then Namor gets a couple hits on, and he gets Shuri. That's a pretty Hong Kongy fight thing too. And stripping down the music, only hearing the Foley of the punching and the hits, like this was cool. It felt really intimate and having the one-on-one like boss battles, like sub boss battles on the ship at the same time and cutting between them. I thought all this like really worked. And Brian Coogler is really good at action, you know, like really good. I think he's better. It all had weight. I I was about to say, I think he's better at small stuff because it allows that weight. Yeah.
1: The only uh, bit of the action in this final act that uh, felt a little off was the bit on the side of the boat where uh, Shuri's flipping all over the place and it's fine and it's like 10 seconds of the movie not going to ruin by any means but it was a little waitlist uh,
0: yeah and you were calling a waitlist but some poor CGI artist and probably it, it would to-
1: surprise <laughs> me if it was the same thing as the first Black Panther where Cooler had nothing to do with <laughs> yeah yeah the end of yeah, where it was just done at a studio and here this is. So,
0: <laughs> this felt too small to be handled by. I don't, know. I don't mean
1: the, uh, the beach part. I mean just that that boat side.
0: Oh, you think the boat side too? Like, you know, he gets a lot of his uh, second unit to shoot that shit? Because mm-hmm. that's what the whole like rhino fight felt like. In
1: Black oh, yeah. Panther. Oh, whenever I say the, uh, the stuff that was just the. Uh, The practical, not practical, the CGI. CGI. Yeah, 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 that studio was the subway fight where they're all spinning over and over and over again, that stuff that felt weightless. That's Mm what I'm talking about.
0: If that subway fight was put into an environment that was a little bit smaller and a little more Mm -hmm. intimate and didn't have as much, like again, room to be weightless necessarily... Do you think that Coogler would have made a more effective ending to the first Black Panther? Like maybe that was the CG, the the corporate mandate stuff. Like it has to be big <laughs> and huge. Yeah, and we yeah. we had this much on our CGI budget and he just ends up with the end of the movie being part of the CGI budget. You know what
1: I mean? Probably. Um, Possibly. Probably.
0: Yeah. Because even the boat stuff felt better than. Oh, the yeah. The oh, first. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Even though I, I thought it was weaker. It wasn't as bad as that by any means. Mm-hmm.
0: No, no. And the way that they paired up, I guess they did this in the first one where they had Koye versus uh, Daniel Kaluuya's Mm -hmm. character. You know, Daniel Kaluuya wasn't in this movie because he took a pay cut to do Nope with Jordan Peele. He's like, sorry. Yeah, he's like, I'd rather do this. And that's the only reason he's not in this movie, apparently. Um, They make a mention of him at one point, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, they do.
0: They do. Yeah. And it's like, no, sorry. He's locked up somewhere, you know, (laughs) with Jordan Peele. (laughs) Making an actual movie. Um yeah, and then Shuri gets fucking stabbed through the tummy with a spear, which another audible gasp in the movie theater for my audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um including kind of from myself where I'm like, Oh my god, are they sure, they're not gonna
1: kill another Black Panther? This would be our third one down. And yeah,
0: what and, are they going to do next? Give T'Challa had a son, you know what I mean? You know, something,
1: something ridiculous like that, something uh,
0: ridiculous like that. Yeah, yeah, uh, but she pulls the dope shit move where she takes uh panther claws out and chops the steak <laughs> and pulls herself out. Um, no blood in this movie. The
1: and, uh, suit seals her up uh on the back, so I assume that is the nanotech. Uh, you think
0: it's a nanotech uh, laceration kind of thing? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh,
1: gonna, yeah. Should have been an old blood. Wouldn't have I mean, hurt the film by any means.
0: And there's sequences of like the all hopes lost moment for the mm-hmm. Wakandans, as like the Atlanteans are pulling them in the water. Where I was like, yo, you don't have to make this violent. Just like have the the water be red. You know yeah. what I mean? Then it would like look crazy. You know, just visually, that would have been a lot. But I guess. PG thirteen, whatever.
1: Captain America threw a man into a propeller, and there was a blood mess. (laughs) We can we can spare a few drops.
0: Those were simpler times. We didn't have uh, as many corporate mandates for Mister Joe Johnson at the time. You know, famed uh, practical special effects artist. I I was going to say
1: practical, uh, famed rocketeer director.
0: (laughs) Yeah, famed rocketeer director, famed guy who worked for George Lucas. um yeah and she basically overcomes namor right and yeah yeah she fires over him
1: yeah of the plane uses the jet engines to to fire ass up
0: <laughs> yeah and and it blows up his whole fucking back and yeah. kind of fucking wrecks him
1: i was and, worried they were going to kill namor for a bit uh i it would have hurt the movie drastically for me personally i uh
0: I was angry. I stood up and screamed and slapped a child. I yeah. was like, I'm out of here. And How dare pull me you back. treat
1: a whole as like this?
0: Yeah. I'm tired of not getting representation of Fishmen and Speedos. They kill him off in the first movie, and the no. kid pulled me back. It's like, no, he's okay. He's
1: okay. Yeah. She just fucked up one of his wings, so I wondered if he's going to have like a metal Winter Soldier wing, maybe in the next movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it grows <laughs> back.
0: What if they use um that goldfish from Moon Knight and they strap him to his uh Yeah, yeah where he just
1: egg extra hard?
0: Yeah, Gus the Goldfish is flapping back mm-hmm. there. Um yeah, first when Shuri is showing no mercy, like she's about to kill this guy, mm-hmm. um, she hears Killmonger telling him to 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 kill him. And then she sees Mufasa in the sky, played by Angela Bassett, right? Yep. Uh, saying, show him who you really are, which I, apparently is something she said in the first movie I found out today um, by a buddy of mine. And uh, Namor yields and Wakanda is victorious.
1: Indeed. Indeed.
0: Were you disappointed when, because I told you that he says Imperius Rex earlier, that his Imperius Rex was so like flaccid and limp, kind of?
1: <sighs> at the uh, end yeah well the, the first time i apparently didn't even hear it that wasn't that's what cool. i'm saying that's what i'm saying yeah, not, yeah. Cool.
0: not cool not were cool were you so you were thinking this was the only imperious rex in the movie and that's yeah. kind of like a limp dick attempt at uh what i've always read with he two better shout it whenever he's a
1: hero down the line and he i want him to be a hero down the line uh you even have to go back to world war one or two when he's Fighting Germans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you think we'll ever get our uh, Namor v Nazi Dawn of Justice? I would so? love
1: a, another period piece. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: we find out Bucky knew Namor back in the day and didn't tell anybody. You well, know. they
1: don't even have to do that. There's enough like they could do the original Human Torch. Uh He's there, like, he's just not functional.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was that team of uh? Monsters that Dum Dum Duggan was in charge of. um You know what I'm talking about? No. Uh, he had some monster team. Man, thing was on it for a okay. little bit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I would like to see uh, Dum Dum Duggan return, and he's kind of a World War Two guy that we haven't really left off with. Yeah, yeah. You know and,
1: what I mean? I mean, and then there was uh, I think you do a Union Jack, uh, <laughs> uh Miss America. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Wizard, the wizard
0: yeah, but not the wizard that you think of, the one from Jessica Jones, the uh, the Golden the, Age wizard. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, the yeah, one yeah, that yeah. does wizard stuff.
0: Like yeah, yeah.
1: Hang out in a yellow Flash costume, but he's <laughs> <But> he <whizzes laughs> in about a reverse Flash costume. Mm-hmm.
0: They're like, what if we call him uh, the fast guy? And they're like, no, it's already taken. The Mm. Flash. No, it's like, uh, he whizzes about, you know, we'll call him the Skipper. Um, (laughs) Just like naming characters back in the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. What do we call him? Uh, Call him the whiz dang kid or something like that. throw him in a
1: yellow costume and call him a wizard because that's eventually going to mean someone that's pissing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or Cheese Whiz, famously kind of off yellow kind of substance that I kind of like
1: of um, course it's terrible for you probably but it, on a cracker it's delicious I, I
0: out of a can in the middle of the night ah, less well good i uh, am yeah.
1: judging you a little
0: <laughs> fills the spot though and you get that extra nitrous oxide buzz out of it too mm. so yeah good times uh i like the bits that are flashes of talocon and wakanda i think they're very lovely the slow-mo reverse photography stuff mm-hmm. where we're seeing things that we saw previously in the movie, but in reverse, I think this is a lovely little sequence that shows that we're all one people and more alike than you think. Right. Indeed. Yeah. And um, they plant the heart-shaped herb in Wakanda, right? This new synthetically grown one. Uh, we got a little sequence where Riri asks Shuri if she wants to go, uh, Go to a Bulls game, and she's like, No, sorry, I'm a Knicks fan. Um, but see you around, kid, or well, some shit, right?
1: <laughs> one last thing on with the Namor Shuri fight. Oh, she, sure, yeah, she forces him to yield, and but she agrees to uh assist uh, uh, Talacon. So Namor gets it uh, almost exactly what he wants, he's been playing the long con.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what he he's been doing. He
1: already knew where Riri was since they already had people ready at a bridge, ready to evacuate her.
0: You don't think the whales are just that fast? <laughs> no, the
1: I do not. The whale guys? I do not. know.
0: <laughs> you think he was whale hopping? He yeah. Taking one whale for as far as they can go? Mm-hmm. Because Namor gets around so fast, and that doesn't seem possible under the water to get, like, taging, through the Atlantic.
1: Taking months? Maybe that's why they had so much time to prepare after <laughs> the time of morning. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it did feel like, you know, there was enough time to build that Iron Man suit. Or the uh, Black Panther suit, rather. Mm-hmm. But, um... <laughs> the, uh waterfall coronation set piece at the end that's kind of a standout sequence in the Mm -hmm. first black panther movie and the costumes again are kind of amazing here where you see all the different tribes at the waterfall nice to be back in the world of wakanda Mm
2: -hmm. Uh,
0: but there's a little twist as they're introducing the new black panther mumbaku jumps out and Challenges people for the throne like he did in the first movie. Do you think that this is Shuri being like, no, I can't be a ruler. I'm a girl. I'm going to go beat Black Panther.
1: I think she's just going to be Black Panther and he's going to leave the ruling to someone else, I guess, maybe.
0: Yeah, I think she thinks uh, Mbaku's a fine steward for the country and she's more. I wonder like, if they just don't throne.
1: want to deal with world leaders as heroes as the main hero of a movie, like Thor did the same fucking thing. I don't know mm. if they find that too challenging or, or what, but
0: maybe we'll take up a uh, political anti-hero in, in vein of Thaddeus uh, mm. Thunderbolt Ross in uh, one of the upcoming 12 Disney plus projects
2: <laughs> next year, <laughs> next year. Yeah.
0: Within the next two weeks. Um, yeah. So Shuri travels to Nikia's home in Haiti, where she's finally able to um, burn the funeral clothes, right, mm-hmm. signaling the end of her period of grief. And we get the um, the wind sounds that you don't like so much. That that was your one nitpick. <laughs> it was the uh, no, the no this, feeling T'Challa in the breeze. No, no this wasn't it.
1: This was uh, it was the seeing her mother uh, give her a pep talk at the end of the Namor fight proving that <laughs> all this magic stuff is real and she's a fool forever doubting it and
0: You don't think that was just her hearing her mother or, or or her demand, hmm?
1: no no I didn't really think it was a vision she was having and no <laughs> <laughs> you no. don't think it was
0: side effects it, it, of it, yeah, the uh
1: yeah yeah hallucinations yes yes
0: yeah yeah, yeah. it's stuck in her spine or whatever they would tell you (laughs) that old wives tale
1: oh about the acid and yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, why like every time
0: i crack my back like i start Mm. seeing things um (laughs) (laughs) like this is some 90 year old guy Mm. chirping out on a bench um i like this scene we get all the shots of chadwick boseman this is a nice kind of pretty end to a movie that had a nearly impossible task of doing what it did and it feeling kind of rewarding towards the end of it and nice and Mm -hmm. in memoriam while also saying we're not going to stop at the same time, you know?
1: Indeed. Indeed.
0: And then we only get one mid credit scene after, uh, we hear a brand new song from, uh, bad girl, Riri herself, Rihanna. um, do you know about that? The big tie-in song there?
1: No, no. I uh, obviously I heard it, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's that was it. Like a special
0: thing. Or... Yeah, special thing. New Rihanna song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, in the post-credit scene, we find out that Nakia has had a child with T'Challa, and that's the reason why. She hasn't been back to Wakanda, and that Ramon knew about the kid.
1: Yeah, there's a point earlier on in the film where she almost spills the beans about it, but then Namor shows up with his wings, and
0: oh yeah, he's like, "I got something distracted. to tell you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know you famously loathe bad child actor performances. Yeah, yeah. Um, how did you feel about this kid?
1: He was fine for the twenty-second season, it. And I just wonder how old he is because he's going to have to be fighting so on so.
0: oh, Are we going to be are talking we, about the timeline now?
1: Are we going to get a time jump again at some point? Granted, we have Kang in our near future, so there's all bets are off there, huh?
0: Isn't T'Challa's kid the kid of uh, Storm and T'Challa in the comics? Isn't that the thing? I don't it,
1: think so, but. I know they introduced a new character, and I thought this is who they were adapting, but the name is spelled different, so it sounds similar. Uh, it was introduced like this year.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> brain like, brand brand. Like
1: the next Black Panther, and
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvel hawks a lot of bullshit at us, though. You know what I mean?
1: I that wouldn't be like dumb.
0: yeah yeah there's like throw it at the wall see if it sticks (laughs)
2: yeah
1: yeah that's exactly what that is yeah Yeah. Yeah. they
0: each like take a pickle out of their sandwich and they're like whichever one drips to the bottom first that's the choice um yeah um i thought this kid's performance was kind of funny and he made some funny faces when he's like i think your name's pretty cool too like and he's kind of a goofy little kid um do you think that they'll put this kid in a young avengers
1: I'm not this particular child actor, no. I don't really want to see this kid until he's another kid that's older, and maybe not a (laughs) kid.
0: Why do you hate this kid?
1: (laughs) it's not just kids it's all
0: kids it's all children yeah yeah (laughs) we hate all children equally on this
1: podcast until they're old enough to be child soldiers like thor's kid yes exactly
0: well isn't uh isn't uh what's his name heimdall's kids a child soldier now too yeah Um, yeah there's gonna be lots
1: of child soldiers in the future (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah
0: looking forward to that um Oh, I I,
1: forgot to mention that Riri doesn't get to
0: keep her uh, vibranium suit. Oh, yeah. Setting up how she's going to build her own suit soon. Uh, Coming to Disney Plus in a day and a half. You know, it's like uh, setting up another couple things, you know. Um, But I joked about it when you first told me there's only one mid credit scene about how that's Marvel being classy. (laughs) Yeah. I kind of think this post-credit scene was a bit of Marvel being classy, and they're like, "We're going to keep it about Black Panther and yeah. T'Challa," and that was a nice, sweet little scene, right? Oh, you
1: didn't think about the sequel potential.
0: Well, I was thinking about the Young Avengers in the back of my head, of and, well, and how they're going to age this guy up yeah, and all that yeah. stuff, but not too much. Not no, too it's much.
1: also about the legacy of Chadwick's character and him being yeah. told T'Challa number two, I think is. Or
0: did they call oh, Jr.? T'Challa uh, 2 Electric Boogaloo by Canon Films. You know, yeah, they, yeah. they end up with the rights to. I bet at one point in time, uh, either Orion or Canon had the rights to a Black Panther movie and they were thinking about putting like Jim Brown or some shit in it, <laughs> right? Because wasn't like Wesley Snipes going to be in like the, yeah, in the, 90s, and, the in New Line one. one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm happy that didn't happen. I'm happy that Ryan Coogler uh, got to make another movie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And do you have anything additional that you want to say about Black Panther Wakanda Forever before we jump into our final thoughts and our reviews?
1: No, that's pretty much it.
0: Remember when we thought this episode was going to be shorter than the movie
1: itself? It's not too much longer than the movie. (laughs) Just an hour.
0: Let's get to the reviews. That's how you really feel. Let's rate this. So we here at the MCU beyond infinity podcast rate and review everything from one to five scoops atop our infinity cone, one scoop being the worst five scoops being the best. We do accept half scoops atop our infinity cone, Travis. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, maybe the most highly anticipated Marvel film of all time. Um, Definitely the most difficult one in a lot of ways of all time. And potentially one of the most lucrative ones of all time. What say you (laughs) at the end of the day about Ryan Coogler's Black Panther, Wakanda Forever?
1: Okay, This one for me is a four and a half out of five uh next factoring in the difficulties there uh, this could have been a disaster uh in a lot of very easy ways uh i'm very happy with the depiction of namor i'm excited to see more of them i don't know hopefully in a movie not a disney plus series i don't want to see janky underwater cgi in a fucking disney plus show uh, I don't
0: want to see a janky uh, underoos in a Disney Plus show yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I want to see Namor around for a long time to come. Uh, and yeah, I, th- new Black I think Panther's pretty good too.
0: <laughs> what do you think about Shuri being the new Black Panther? Like, how do you see that in terms of uh, the next Avengers movie, things along those lines? Do you think that this is going to be as remembered and revered as... Chadwick Boseman in Black Panther or is she forever kind of stifled as the reason Shuri is the other Black Panther is because Chadwick Boseman passed away you know what I mean uh, is that a difficult decision or thing to say out loud
1: it's going to be a shitty <laughs> thing to say but I yeah. I don't see her in the same way as Chadwick uh, like he had a very regal bearing she's kind of like a normal person uh, yeah, a, yeah. a bit more in there. Uh, I don't know. she uh, just doesn't strike me in the same way. And I think that maybe why they <laughs> introduced a future Black Panther already. Already just a few movies away.
0: And the way Shuri became Black Panther in the comics was because of, like, the absence of T'Challa. Mm-hmm. But after everything in comics, somebody comes back from the dead. Of like, course. nobody stays dead forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? But after T'Challa had come back basically, or there was another ruler in Wakanda. Shuri went from being this like scientific obsessed person to almost becoming Wakanda's like spiritual
1: leader. Yeah. yeah, She becomes, gets like mystical powers, which was an interesting turn. She looks really cool whenever she gets that way. But yeah, it's just very different.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I could see them, you know, introducing another person as black Panther and it becoming kind of like Exactly what it's supposed to be with, like, it's a mantle thing, you know what I mean? And, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And whenever she gets the mystical powers, she can burst into a, bird, a bunch of birds. Pretty
0: cool thing to do. Yeah, pretty cool I thing wish to I do.
1: Could burst into a bunch of birds and run away or whatever.
0: And fly far, far away. And <laughs> people's eyes out. Uh, that would be a fun thing to do. Yeah. Shit on people. It's very Dracula esque, yeah, I guess,
1: you know, I yeah, think yeah. about it. Uh,
0: well, sometimes Dracula turns into a horde of rats. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sometimes he turns into young Gary Oldman. Sometimes he turns into old Gary Oldman. Sometimes Gary Oldman's got a top hat on, and mm-hmm. sometimes he's a giant werewolf guy. Right at yeah. the end of that movie, yeah, yeah, pretty fun stuff. Um, this had to have been a goddamn nightmare. This movie, <laughs> right? Like mm-hmm. you know exactly what the next Black Panther verse name. on that.
1: Yeah, you know
0: what that sequel is going to be with the right situation here right Mm -hmm. like when infinity war and endgame ended and they're like we're going to do another black panther and you hear namor's in it and everything's going fine i'm like oh my god give me that and then chadwick boseman passed away and this is where i kind of sound like a kind of like woke libtard but like Black Panther was a, almost a little bigger than a movie in some ways where it felt like an actual sensation in a way where like Endgame was a sensation because it was like, oh, my God, movies had never done this. But Black Panther was like everyone cared about it. It meant a lot to some people and um, and it delivered in almost every imaginable way from being kind of renowned, critically, kind of culturally important. some people in some ways and also massively entertaining and well done where it was the rare popcorn movie that gets nominated for fucking best picture actually wins some academy awards um and it's just thought of as like the best of them when it's Mm -hmm. when we're talking about mcu movies and chadwick boseman passing away is a huge deal for of like anyone in the marvel cinematic universe that's like the biggest bummer like oh, yeah. the absolute saddest thing. And like the most like kind of comforting in the way that he's just like, I'm not going to let this bother other people. Mm-hmm. We going to do this in silence with my family, but also like just like a really eerie presence over everything. And I can only imagine going into this fucking movie and, and having that, that hey. with all that. Yeah. Yeah. And they had already announced it and they are like, we're not going to back down. We're going to go right ahead. Ryan Coogler knows exactly what he's doing. I, you know? I do
1: wonder not to be too morbid or whatever, but just how much his passing also provided opportunities for other characters to get more limelight than they would have if he had uh, uh, meant T'Challa long-term, where he needed to have multiple actors carry the weight of one character who was uh, so popular, I guess.
0: Yeah, but the world of Wakanda now is... Almost like a legacy to something bigger, yeah. You know, um, has a little bit more revenants, and um, I hate to sound morbid too, but like staying power the whole like, uh, heroes die, but legends, like, you yeah. know, live forever, or whatever that oh, corny saying is. Whatever you know? comes
1: next will be all part of his legacy,
0: kind of, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and and. Black Panthers, the franchise in Marvel, that's kind of the golden goose critically where it's like this movie will be in the National Library of Congress someday, you know, mm-hmm. and like Endgame and Ant-Man 2 are not going to be. Um, <laughs> and this movie does a really good job it getting the opportunity to be an ensemble piece and to have every actor and actress like shining their own little light and being their own little hero to their own little sub story. And it kind of being just again, more like the world of Wakanda rather than just the black Panther movie yeah. or the Namor movie or whatever kind of benefited it and got to show off Coogler caring more about emotions than superhero stuff, mm-hmm. you know uh, which he kind of clearly does. Cause those are the moments that kind of stick out are the smaller stuff. You know, he's quoted as saying along the lines as when you leave one of these movies, I don't want you to be talking about the fight scenes. I want you to be remembering the scenes where people are speaking.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Which is a kind of cool thing to, to say about these movies. Cause you kind of understand the assignment as a director working mm-hmm. within uh, this field. franchise. Yeah. 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 Sure, this
1: fr- more than that yeah, can already.
0: yeah Yeah, and that's where marvel's gonna let you do your thing too i'm excited about the thunderbolts even
1: though i'm not excited about the thunderbolts
0: (laughs) absolutely Uh i'm excited to see those actors and uh, those filmmakers do their things and the quips and the interactions and the insane scenes where we get to see angela bassett in a fucking cool hat fucking screaming on a throne and crying and like a Mm -hmm. room full of people uh dressed in crazy tribal outfits Mm -hmm. um it's a rare thing that this movie would exist it's a rare thing that this movie would succeed it's a rare thing for this movie to be kind of um taken in and adopted and looked at positively by almost anyone and people who aren't seeing it are kind of like it's like yeah but it's empirically a good movie you know what i mean like this is the good one uh this is by far my favorite movie of this phase this is by far my favorite movie in the mcu since the last black panther movie Mm -hmm. right um i might have liked going to see endgame more you know i i might have gotten more of a You know, chubby over again to see all my favorite Avengers (laughs) flying around together. But I haven't gone out of a Marvel movie being like, "Wow, that was a good, well done, purposeful thing." Excited for the
1: future. Yeah, Endgame. I'm. It's hard to write them, uh, rank them because of the different things they offer. Uh, Endgame was the culmination of ten years of movies, and it it had all that weight behind it. yeah
0: yeah and it was the one where you were getting out of your seat and applauding and you know being like don't tell anyone what happened like no spoilers for fucking endgame um no spoilers for no way home like when i saw no way home on the friday after seeing it the night before on the thursday i was in a two-story movie theater and there was a screening of endgame above me and i was with my buddies who had not or screening of no way home rather above me and um i was with my buddies who haven't seen no way home and i haven't spoiled it for them Mm -hmm. and the theater above us had started the movie like a half hour before us and i just hear people stomping and screaming (laughs) and applauding and i hear see my friends like oh my god what's gonna happen in this thing and in my head i was like oh you're all in for a treat Mm -hmm. you know what i mean you're all about to have 20 years of Sucking it up through some <laughs> mediocre superhero movies, finally <laughs> you feel yeah,
1: nostalgic about out. yes,
0: yes. Yeah, and then I'll be vilified about it on a podcast a couple hours later. You know what <laughs> I mean? And talk about how it's not true cinema. Just wait till Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, to get some true cinema. And by God, Ryan Kugler is the fucking best. This movie works on so many levels. I give it a 4.5 out of five. I'm right there with you. Um not much could have made it more enjoyable uh there's a few things that deter me from giving it the perfect score mm-hmm. and those are mostly the setups for the future of the mcu which cooler yeah. definitely doesn't seem to give a shit about <laughs> at all right
1: well we say that but then maybe he'll do secret Wars, right
0: <laughs> yeah who knows
1: this, i think what some people want but he may not have any interest in that at all uh
0: I mean, I would like to see Kugler do Secret Wars because Kugler makes really good yeah. movies. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. And he <laughs> makes, he makes like to
2: it too. Uh- he
0: makes crowd pleasers too. And he doesn't seem like I mean, granted, when I saw uh The Winter Soldier, the, the Russo Brothers style yeah. seemed fresh and stuff like that. But by the time it got watered down to the vanilla custard that it is and just felt like what Hollywood filmmaking is supposed to look like on like a good level, like on like the perfect working man's level, the Russo brothers rule, but there's not a lot of identity in them the way that there's identity in like a Ryan Coogler movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be curious what a Ryan Coogler Secret Wars Avengers movie would look like. And I bet Coogs is a fan of the Fantastic Four. I guarantee yeah. that. The way he talks about Seeing how Neymar. he would
1: handle Doom would be interesting.
0: Seeing as how he makes the best villains
1: in- oh, yeah. Well, how he like, handled world leaders—that too. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of movies, a lot of uh, scenes in this movie of people hanging out in rooms talking about political, uh, political stuff, and yeah, yeah.
0: Do you think what what Kugler's done for the representation of, um, you know, Africa, and then now with Mesoamerica, he'll eventually do for the Romani people when he shows the world Latveria for the first time?
1: Well. <sighs> Hopefully, whoever casts for Doom hires a Romani actor. That would be nice. Uh, that, him being I, Romani is an important part of that character's backstory. I was going to say a different word because I didn't I found out today that that was not an appropriate him anymore. What, Jippo? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. The uh, the uh, gypsy, right? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I call
0: him Jippo, sorry. I think it's a cool
1: sounding word. I, it's a guys. fun
0: word. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they should hire the old lady from that Sam Raimi movie where she <laughs> dumb dragged me to hell. Yeah. Where she, yeah, they should hire that woman. Uh, they should hire the cast of Thinner right now, oh, wow. like whoever was yeah. in the background in Thinner. Um,
1: Sebastian Sins <laughs> for Romani apparently.
0: So. Oh, you could make him play Doom's mom. Yeah, that would be perfect for them.
1: And yeah. Luke Skywalker, he can be there too. Yeah, and
0: Luke Skywalker, you could CGI Mark Hamill onto Sebastian Stan in old lady makeup and have him play Doom's mom. It's
2: hilarious.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what was I going to say?
1: This Triumph whole... and torment would be a good story to adapt. I know, I know. That would
0: be yeah. a blast. That would be a blast. Um, who won this movie, Travis?
1: Ah. Oh. Angela Bassett and Tina uh, Huerta for me. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think Ryan Kugler and at the end of the day, Chadwick Boseman won this project.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't mean to sound sappy and sentimental, but.
1: Well, that's um, how you sound. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, dude, remember the day when Chadwick Boseman died? That oh, was wow. that is a crazy. fucking shock, dude. Yeah. And since then, Travis, we have, I hate to sound sappy and lame, but we've lived through Black Lives Matter. We've mm -hmm. lived through a cultural fucking shift with the global pandemic. Like it's a whole new world right now since Chadwick Boseman has passed away. Ryan Coogler fucking understood the assignment (laughs) and, (laughs) and Chadwick Boseman's presence thrived in Black Panther Wakanda forever, despite him not being here for it. Like I joked about Furious 7 being the other one where the actor died tragically and yeah, Furious 7 CGI Paul Walker, but that's because they had like 50% of a movie and then their star died and it yeah. was really hard to do that. But that movie was like, what a nice way to end it for somebody who Affected a lot of people, you yeah. know what I mean. Uh, everyone in the world has seen at least once, probably. You know what I mean? It's crazy to think that, like, everyone in the world knows who Chadwick Boseman is, probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, even doesn't matter how old or how young or where you're from, you probably know who that guy is. Like, that's a devastating fucking loss, like, devastating fucking loss. So, you just when they
1: were hitting their stride,
0: yeah. And I Kind of like became an icon, you know what I mean? Like became such a huge fucking thing for one fucking thing, and barely got to do anything other than that one fucking thing. No,
2: yeah,
0: absolutely insane. And then from like a superficial level, the nightmare that this had to be for Disney, like from like a total capital douchebag mm-hmm. expense, like holy shit, that would be like, what the fuck are we? Red alert, red alert, red alert. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are we gonna do? This movie understood what the fuck it was doing. Um. Travis, before wrapping up for the evening, uh, unless you have anything else to say about Black Panther call no. and Wakanda forever. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about a couple news items before we call it an evening. Travis, do uh, you want to start with dessert, or do you want to start with uh, the broccoli? <laughs> I, uh...
1: I will start with the, the sad news. The, yeah, uh, starting
0: with the broccoli. Starting with the broccoli. Yeah, yeah I like yeah, broccoli,
1: yeah. so I, I was yeah. confused. I, uh, right. I'm not
0: a uh, sweet guy. <laughs> oh, sorry. I like saving my dessert for last, so mm-hmm. thank you. you. chose wisely. <laughs> <laughs> you get the cup, and now now you won't turn into the melting Nazi at the end of uh, Last Crusade.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, uh... Oh, Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman for most people that like Batman, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. I uh, was the voice actor for the Batman animated series and played him countless times since uh passed away, and that kind sucks. Uh, I guess he had been sick for a while. Uh, I I knew he was looking kind of rough the last few times I seen pictures of him, but I didn't know that he was sick or anything
0: yeah he's been sick for a while and like the pictures that i've seen of him over the past couple years he hasn't looked increasingly as well i know he got to voice batman on a couple animated things and video games before passing away right Mm -hmm. um but for a lot of people especially people who you know quote unquote the real fans right as the (laughs) internet would call
1: them keep a little bit no
0: You know, if you want to sound like a douchebag on a comic book Facebook forum, when someone asks who's your favorite Batman, you say Kevin Conroy, you write in Kevin Conroy, (laughs) you cross out fucking Michael Keaton, you you cross out Christian Bale, Yeah. you say, fuck you hipster who chose Adam West. And then I'm like, well, he was my first Batman. And then you write Kevin Conroy, if you're the quote unquote, the real fan, um, I've been watching Batman, the animated series since Monday.
1: I think I told you better than the X-Men and Spider-Man series from the same time. I like those two, but Batman's actually a better show.
0: And they did the animation in house with some pretty original creatives and it has such Mm. a distinct look and that really makes it hold up. It being shot like on good film stock and like photo stock makes it hold up to this day. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Um, yeah, it's really this really is a bummer. And rewatching the show, and then it happening this week, I was like, "Oh my god, seriously!" Like, what shitty timing. I was just yeah, thinking yeah. about how awesome this guy is. I was just crossing out my answer, who my favorite Batman was, and I was <laughs> waiting. Yes, Tim Conroy. The
1: uh, other bit of news I have is uh, an actor by the name of Joe Locke is most likely playing Wiccan. Uh A bit more uh, character details have come out about about his character in Agatha Con of Chaos uh there are also some rumors that Aubrey Plaza may be playing Morgan lafay oh that would Stars. be a yeah, yeah that
0: would be a good role for Aubrey Plaza
1: that one's uh, all this a rumor and it, there was an interview with her where she talked about uh why she signed on and it was to play uh and will act with Catherine Hahn.
0: That's a very Aubrey Plaza thing to say. Yeah. I think I told you she got a... Do you subscribe to the Criterion Collection on uh, YouTube?
1: <laughs> no, no more. I don't think so.
0: Okay. Do you ever watch the Criterion Closet videos where... Uh, sometimes.
1: So- yeah, yeah. I, I'm not subscribed, but I have come across those.
0: Yeah, they're fun. Uh, Aubrey Plaza got one of those and... She picked up uh, John Cassavet's five films and said, this is school, uh, film school in a box. And I fell in love with her and pulled a ring out of my pocket, <laughs> threw it on my MacBook.
1: Understandably,
0: um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, understandably. Um, Was
1: there
0: I have, um, I have kind of a rumor that apparently tom holland is officially signed on oh, yeah. or officially signing on for a six picture deal as spider-man and this would include uh three spider-man solo films entitled uh spider-man home depot spider-man home security deposit and then spider-man the way of water um
1: <laughs> yeah i hope they uh drop the uh, the home convention uh, i know you're joking about those but yes yeah this always Spider-Man. Like a, yeah a foregone conclusion for me yeah. and that's the home uh,
0: equity alone right yeah and unless the uh
1: the spin-off sony movies had done extremely well on their own then maybe we wouldn't have buy it but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
0: now we are stuck with the home or maybe they'll find another Easy word to remember, yeah, to put into yeah, a bunch yeah. of things for the third one. So, the first one will be the home trilogy,
2: mm-hmm.
0: the next one will be the away trilogy. <laughs> they like, like pick anything except, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, pick anything but away. So, yeah. poochie, you know what I mean? Just call them something that's not uh too stupid, like poochie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, then the other three things are going to be uh the two Avenger movies, right? Kang Dynasty and uh yeah. Secret Wars and then the the weird one is um joining charlie cox for deadpool born again.
1: Uh yeah, I'm not sure about that one. I know that's the that's the rumor and everything. I I prefer to see Daredevil in one of the Spider-Man movies and mm-hmm. then have Spider-Man in a Fantastic Four movie somewhere.
0: Yeah, I I see it as being too difficult for Sony to wiggle as much money out of uh disney yeah. if they had something on disney plus like something going exclusive to disney plus would be a hard way for sony to get like points on whatever it is yeah yeah i don't know how on. they make
1: money with streaming other than uh, I, I know subscribers and everything but how do you quantify that as
0: yeah actual dollars yeah. yeah that's like the whole thing with streaming is like first is- step make content second step <laughs> yeah. third step profit you know what i mean <laughs> like <laughs>
1: How much money do people get off of me hitting the uh, the play button for thirty seconds and then stopping to watch something else?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How much money do people get off me falling asleep and Netflix starting mm-hmm. whatever new content that they put out that they want everyone to watch? Like, do they get a like or or a view out of that? How many times have I watched Red Notice or whatever <laughs> it's called? Like, in red it against
1: my will while I was asleep.
0: Yeah. Why do I being keep being assaulted
1: with this movie?
0: being assaulted by Brian Reynolds and the rock being movie stars and Gal Gadot being a movie star. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix presents movie star, the movie. Um, Yeah, I think it would be too fucking hard to quantify exactly how much money Sony would be getting off putting something off Disney+. Plus. So part of me is just like, it's got to be another movie. You wouldn't waste Spider-Man on television. He's fucking Spider-Man. And it has to be with Sony. He's the main character
1: in the Marvel Universe, for God's sake. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So uh, put him in Fantastic Four. That would also... Make people go see a fantastic four movie,
1: indeed. Um, that was another we, part of my thought process.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm doing the maniacal Mr. Burns thing with my hands, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, so I am excited for more of little Thomas Holland, the little British uh, pip he is, uh, to play Spider Man, though. He's pretty good, mm. pretty good little kid, pretty good little kid. Um, yeah, I'm so happy that Wakanda forever is finally out. This was uh, a lot of fun to get to talk about and kind of like almost like a huge weight off my shoulder where I was like, Oh my God, it was good. You know, like coming out of it and being like, Oh, not only do, is my faith restored in Marvel? Like Mm -hmm. my faith is restored in the world because they actually (laughs) delivered something that seemed like an impossible challenge and they stood up and understood the assignment and got the job done. And I am very happy this week to have Wakanda forever out there in the universe. Um, Remember whatever podcast provider you're listening to this on to subscribe, uh, leave us a review on Spotify or iTunes. You can also email us at MCU beyond infinity podcast at gmail.com. You can find us talking more about any and all things related to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, comic books, pop culture, you name it, at the MCU Beyond Infinity Podcast Facebook group. Next week, we will be returning to a galaxy far, far away. We have renamed our Star Wars show. It is no longer going to be the Fed and the Furious. We have a new name that we will be uh, debuting next week. I'm very, very proud of Travis. It was one of like the best moments of my life. Oh, probably. I was waiting for
1: you to tell me what it was. I, I, oh, whoa. I have no Okay, I have no okay,
0: okay. So we will be talking about the rest of Andor
1: Oh, oh wait, yeah, Puts. I remember now. I remember now.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Travis said, hey, I got a logo and a new name, and it's end slash or. Yeah. And are we going to like it, or are we going to think it's kind of crappy? Only time will tell. I am excited to fucking go back to Star Wars and probably get people angry with our takes on which aliens we think are attractive. The most dangable, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which ones have uh, holes and which ones have sticks, you know what <laughs> I mean? Uh, what goes in through the outdoor in a uh, hive of scum and villainy, such as this cantina formerly known as the cantina with that rowdy, rowdy jizz music playing off the uh, old school jukebox at um, what's his name's diner. What's my boy's name? Uh, um, yes. No, the no. fucking diner guy, the big hairy Dex. diner guy, Dexter Jetster yeah, is that's his that's name. That's that. Yeah. Will Dexter Jetster show up on Endor? find out next week i'm excited because i'll probably remember more bullshit star wars stuff as i rewatch this show <laughs> and that shit is ridiculous until next week by odin's fade i am john i'm krevis and uh i kind of feel inappropriate saying wakanda forever i feel weird doing the <laughs> i feel like a dying fish yeah yeah